This is James Earl Jones, and you're listening to No Jibba Jabba FM. completely legal now man yeah we can drink at the bar and you know i really kind of wish that uh, john john and harry monster from sesame street just kept counting because i really miss those drops for our episode numbers those are the best man that was a good idea man. when you came up with that I'm like hell yeah you should do that yeah but <laughs> we are back for another round of shenanigans and tomfoolery Uh, and i guess this is now our third episode now that we are branded as part of the no jibba jabba fm network yes yes we had uh well we had our official announcement uh last time and then yeah you guys had uh keepers of the funk in there hope you like that show man hey you guys let us know um you know if you like what we're doing here you know we're uh you know Got some good stuff that's uh, going down, you know. Once we get it all, get it all hashed out. But uh, yeah, and yeah. we're still we're still working on a technical side, trying to get everything mm-hmm. ready. Which you know, maybe we were premature in in announcing <laughs> since we didn't have anything set up yet. But <laughs> it's too damn exciting. But yeah, things are in the works, the... folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, some of the stuff is just a long time coming anyway. So yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. But, so, uh, um, third episode a... under uh, this, this, this under this banner. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and we're almost. Uh, we are a couple weeks away from our anniversary. Right. Death cakes gets a birthday cake. Uh, <laughs> 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 which in a roundabout, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that hell was supposed to be. That actual, the actual death cake itself which if you guys uh you need to go back in our archive and 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 listen if you don't know how we got our name or where we came up came up with it but uh yeah episode 10.5 is still up there for download um just a reminder episode one through 5.5 have been pulled off while we move stuff around and try and get ready for the official launch of No Jibba Jabba FM. Yep. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, just, just, just the idea of putting candles on that damn cake. That's what we should do. We should order that cake. Like, no, it has, no, this isn't a typo. It needs to be spelled and written just like this. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but that's enough, man. Why, what, what are we here for, man? What, what are we talking about tonight? 
Tonight we are here talking about, um, I guess a station that's about old, as old as we are, and uh, just about the shows that that were on it and, and uh, what we sort of grew up watching. That, of course, is the Fox Network. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk about the uh, the heyday, yeah. if you want to call it that, because, I, mean, um, I mean, yeah, even though it's bigger than it ever was, and probably I'm sure it's making a whole lot more money than it ever was, um, the glory days of that channel, it, I mean, really, network TV in general, but definitely this channel, they're, they're behind it, man. Yeah. I mean, before there was, you know, Fox News and, you know, before every station, every city had a Fox affiliate that had, you know, local news and stuff. Fox was just like a, it was like a national local channel that just played, you know, whatever, especially in the beginning. Yeah, and it wasn't even on the dial. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how true that was in other cities. I just remember here in St. Louis, the it wasn't on the normal channel knob. You know, if you for for all you guys old enough to remember knobs on your TV, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was on the UHF dial. Yeah, and you had to turn it, it over here. It was thirty, so you had to turn it to thirty. Yeah, it was always hard to find. Yeah, in yeah, some stations you can get you got to be at a different because uh, you didn't use the rabbit ears. You got that funky little. Uh, Circular antenna, and it didn't know. Depending on what, uh, whose house you were at, or where in the room it was, you couldn't always pick it up. Um, yeah, I got something to say about that uh, <laughs> a little later in one of the shows we'll talk about for a short period. But uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, let's get into I mean, uh, a little bit of the history here. Um, they officially launched as the Fox Broadcasting Network October 9th of 1986. Wow. Um, it began its first official primetime lineup in 87 with Married with Children and the Tracy Ullman show. So, you know, when they first launched, it was <coughs> a lot of just reruns, really. Yeah, reruns and, and movies. Yeah. Which I think we talk, we, I know we've mentioned that a few times because when we talk about Channel 11 and Fox, you know, back in those days, you know, a lot of, a lot of movies. Yeah, and that, just, that's something that, that TV stations don't really do anymore. Now, with the advent of cable and having all these cable channels, you don't see the big four networks doing those like primetime movie of the week things on Saturdays and Friday nights where they, they would either play a you know a blockbuster movie or they would have those made for TV movies right you know you don't really see that anymore no you don't um, and in some ways that's a good thing because mm-hmm. I mean, how heavily edited... I mean, you talk about... I mean, the stuff that plays on cable, I mean... Well, a lot of stuff goes over the air nowadays that wouldn't have gone over the air back then. 
But even even so, you can get away with a little more on even basic cable than you could on network TV. I mean, talk about heavily, heavily edited. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> and, it, and, and when I say that, I don't just mean they censored the words or, or cut scenes out entirely. They would censor the words and then dub over them with, like, somebody who, who clearly is not this actor. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be this big glaring. Just, just, just... <laughs> It would be some guy. Oh no, you son of a naughty broad! Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you. I remember on uh, duty. <laughs> I remember on uh, on Kindergarten Cop. They showed that one part where um, where the one chick co- um, it's in the opening scene before he becomes before he becomes the kindergarten teacher undercover. You know when he's actually doing cop work. Mm-hmm. And this person that he saved, she calls him an asshole. But then on, which we knew because we'd seen it on VHS before. But then it came on TV. She's like, you cockroach. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> You're going to go with anything a little better than that. You know, still clean. Oops. Oops. What the hell? <laughs> Hold on. It won't go off. See? That Fox? Huh? That was Chef. Oh. See, I uh, I went back home a little while ago. This is off topic. I went home a little bit ago and was digging through some of my old stuff at my parents' house. And I found my Trendmasters brand Sea uh, Watch, which was a talking watch. And this one was... A South Park one and it had Chef. Oh, I remember those. And I I went and got a battery for it and put it in and lo and behold it works. <laughs> and Chef talks out loud and tells me the time. And I forgot to turn it off before we started. Ah, uh, amateur hour. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> uh, all good. <laughs> but um, anyway, you know, when it came to broadcast TV really it was the big three networks it was ABC, NBC and CBS then Fox came in 86 and they were really kind of the bad boy you know they they had a lot of low budget shows they had, had a lot of reruns and then the shows that they actually made were considered edgy for the time Oh, you definitely, know, man. Edgy. Uh, they were considered lowbrow, definitely. A lot of rude humor and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. And they, they were the butt of everybody's jokes on every station. You know, even Fox made, made fun of themselves. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, 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 you know, one of the shows you just mentioned a second ago that was uh, Married with Children, mm-hmm. which, um, one of my favorites, uh, class. I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's timeless, or at least. Let me tell you this, folks. The first six seasons, and Jay, I know you disagree. I know we've had this argument plenty of times. So we don't need to uh, revisit that right here on the show. <laughs> but the first six seasons of that show are flawless. There's not one episode of it that's bad. Once you get into season seven, that's where it takes a dump. And then it kind of, you know, it's hit or miss for the rest of the run. It was on for 11 years or something like that. But, um,. Yeah, I think, you know, Married with Children made fun of it all the time. It's it's on network, you know, they were talking about... uh, I remember there being one line saying something about... uh, 
uh, someone being immature enough to uh, to enjoy Fox programming. Or I remember one time they were trying to they were trying to catch something on Fox, and they, <laughs> so you see them all grab like uh, pots and pans or like foil on sticks. And they say, "Okay, everybody, assume Fox viewing positions," and so standing in all different different corners of the house with these metal uh, <laughs> with the, with these metal stuff, you know, trying to conduct you know to the antennas so they could pick up Fox on their TV. Because like I said. You couldn't always pick up Fox with those antennas. No, huh? You know, so they did that. There were a, quite a few episodes where they did that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, really, Good the most that I watched Fox was when, when I was a kid was on on uh, the weekends of course on Saturday mornings um, they didn't have news and stuff so they aired cartoons Monday through Friday too you know before school from mm-hmm. like 6 a.m. to 9 or 10 and then they'd have another block for the after school hour from like 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock you know, they didn't have to worry about news and stuff, so that's when they aired, like, Batman and, um, all those other kind of shows. Yeah, well, Which, let's roll it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead and finish your thought. Cause I well, I was going to say, we, we touched on a lot of those shows when we talked about Saturday mornings. Oh, okay. Back in episode whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm drawing it was third, uh, no, episode 14. Was it that real? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was our uh, Saturday mornings. But um, now I was just going to say, let me roll it back a little bit further than that, because you're talking about, you know, by the time Batman and stuff was on. Um, I remember Fox mornings, they had they had some show called... I mean, I'm talking about some, some terrible shows. I mean, Crap Ola. Like, um, it was like some little purple alien named Widget the World Watcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a, a it was it was kind of like Captain Planet but more lame like this little alien who was like you know helping to save Earth now why he wasn't saving his own planet I don't know but you know he had these little two kids with him and they you know whatever the hell but that was on in the mornings and then uh, after that there was this it's kind of a variety. Well, I guess not a variety show, but I mean, it had live action, and then it had these cartoon segments, and it was called Wake, Rattle, and Roll. Do you remember that? No. That was. I don't remember what the show was about so so much as I remember like the character. I know the. I know the, the guy's name was Sam. It was a kid, teenager, whatever he's supposed to be. He had a talking robot friend, and he had a basement full of junk, and then he had. Uh, his friend, this black girl, I forgot her name. They were best friends, and she would come over to his house, and they would stuff would uh, just, 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 you know, stuff would happen. And then um, they would break into these segments. There was one segment called Mo- Monster Tales, like T A I L S. Why I don't know, but you have these uh, parodies of the Frankenstein and the and the Mummy and whatever. And it was just these people living together in a castle and like a hunchback, and they just. You know, it was like a little five-minute cartoon, hmm. not very funny. And then, and then, 
they would uh, cut away back to the live action and then they would do this one more thing called Fender Bender 500 which were just repurposed um, wacky races I don't remember this at all and, and it, was, it wasn't a good show I just remember it used to be on I want to say this was like 1990 or 91 okay I'm looking but at the yeah, first that was, that was in the mornings yeah that was on Fox and then um and stuff would rotate in and out of there. I think um, Super Mario was on in the mornings for a while before they moved to the afternoons. Um, uh, there's another show I'm blanking on. They used to come on, but then um, I think we talked about this on the show before. Did we not? Did we ever talk about Video Power? No. <sighs> okay. Video Power. That was a show which we had this guy. Um, he had a very ethnic European name, but on the show he was called Johnny Arcade and he would skateboard in like you know every 90s kid was supposed to and then he would uh he would uh give you tips and previews on video games and stuff it was kind of like kind of like the GamePro TV show but slightly different and then they maybe after about a season or two they switched the format and made it a game show and that's when you have it was in this little soundstage little studio audience and they would answer trivia questions and then maybe four people would get called up and they'd compete against each other in some type type of Nintendo game and then whoever won got to run through the video power mall and oh you guys I I, I don't honestly looking back on it now I don't think they actually got any of the stuff that was actually there I think it was all just for show but I used to want to be on the show so bad because I wanted to run through the mall because you had 60 seconds to grab it, you, everything, all these games, they were, on these, they were on these shelves and had Velcro on them and you had this suit that had all these Velcro and you could, whatever you could attach to your suit and your helmet, that's what you, and, and then, and then uh, slide down the slide before the time ran out, that's what you got to go home with. But there were also backpacks you could pick up and backpacks would be full of games. You could also store games in there so... Um. Yeah, I, I just I always wanted to be on the show and just 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 thought I would just go nuts like trying to get everything. But I, you know, this is a this, again this was a very low budget show. I doubt they had the money to just keep give away all this free Nintendo shit. So, uh, or well, I don't Sega. know. That's free advertising for Nintendo. Well, but it wasn't just Nintendo though. It's Sega and 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 I think Neo Geo even. There was even a point where they were uh, some guy supposedly walked out of there with a Neo Geo and that's a damn lie the Neo Geo was 800 bucks in 1991 yeah that's true <laughs> so yeah I remember that there was more stuff in the um, in the mornings too but I don't want to get bogged down just talking about that and there's nothing on YouTube about it yeah it's crazy wow it's like a race from existence but um, yeah I'm looking at the list of Kid shows in the morning. There's a lot of stuff we didn't touch on in our Saturday morning episode. Like, um, well, this one was more. This was an afternoon show. Came on after school, but um, it was Peter Pan and the Pirates. Oh which yeah. It wasn't. I think I want to say it came out either right around the time that Hook movie came out. With, uh, with, what's his name? With Robin Williams? 
Nah, it was it was out before Hook. Was it out before Hook? Okay. Yep. Because for at least it, a couple of years, yeah. Yeah, it was. It wasn't the Peter. It wasn't the Disney Peter Pan. It was more. You know, he was. He didn't look like an elf with pointy ears. He looked like a boy in you know brown rags and. Yeah. You know, and he, he was. And he, and he talked like a boy. That's the only Peter Pan I ever knew where he didn't sound like... I mean, I'm pretty sure it was voiced by a woman. And she was, you know... Actually, no. Just, oh, really? Yeah, it was voiced by Jason Marston, who does a lot of voices on stuff. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Because that's the only Peter Pan I knew that didn't sound like, uh, sound like a little girl or a really tiny boy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good show. I do remember... Yeah. Uh, damn, I can't believe I forgot about that, I too. I used to watch a lot of that. Yeah, I want to say it had arcs, like actual story arcs. It wasn't just... I mean, there, there of course, were one-and-done episodes, but I want to say that there were some arcs there, too. It might have, but, you know, I... It's been so... Man, it's been so long since I even thought about that, and that's yeah. that's saying a lot coming from me and coming from us <laughs> on this show, because we remember everything. <laughs> yeah. And then so, there was there was shows like... Um, Another one we didn't touch on was Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh my god! Which uh, falls in that category of movies that your parents probably wouldn't let you watch, but for whatever reason they made it into a cartoon. Yeah, you know, and that happened a lot in the in the nineties, especially. Mm-hmm. There, there was that, like Rambo had a cartoon you know Chuck Norris had a con- cartoon Tales from the Crypt had a cartoon you, you know, know what they did and they called it Tales and, from the Crypt Keeper yeah why did they why did they do that I wonder I have no just because of rights issue or something I don't know because it, it was the same guy that voiced the Crypt Keeper puppet on Tales from the Crypt right I guess they wanted to distinguish it from the from HBO the, show uh, that yeah, probably but still, this is like, you know, it was a horror anthology, but they turned it into a kid's show, and I, I don't think I ever really watched, I, I didn't watch enough to remember any of the episodes, so I don't know what, I know, what they I vaguely did. remember, I remember seeing, I, I, the opening is in my head, I remember seeing the opening, but I don't remember a lot about the show, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I didn't like it, I know I, I know I had to have seen at least one episode of it. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, when they would do those uh, those cartoon previews, mm-hmm. you know, and I remember every uh, every fall, you know, when the new Saturday morning cartoons would come out or whatever, I would always try to watch, you know, at least one episode or something. And, uh, you know, whatever I couldn't get to, because there was no DVRs back then, kids. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever I couldn't get to the week before, I'd try to watch some, you know, the next uh, the next week I try to watch another one and I remember seeing it at least once and not liking it so yeah um but man that's another one I forgot about um man the Peter Pan and the Pirates and that, you know Attack of the Killer Tomatoes you know another thing is I wasn't I didn't know about the movies back when that show was out did you um I think yeah I did cause I would stay up late sometimes and watch uh, the USA net- Network because they had the USA Up All Night on Friday nights and Saturday nights hosted by Gilbert Godfrey, and it was uh, it was all all those you know schlocky B movies, you know like bad horror movies and 
those teen sex comedies like Ski School and stuff like that, you know. Oh, okay. You know, it's just bad 80s movies. Right. But I, okay. I, th- I think I had seen it there. Okay, because I didn't know about... I didn't know about that, and I think one time at Blockbuster, we were looking for a movie, and I saw that there were two of them. There was Attack, and, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and Return of the Killer Tomatoes, and said, wow, okay, so this was a real movie before. That's weird, because I yeah. just thought it was something. And 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 let me tell you, um, this is going back to uh, the episode <laughs> that we just talked about, actually, the one... Um, the, the the episode 20 when I was talking about all the crap we used to watch uh-huh. uh oh another movie I own right now is Return to the Killer Tomatoes that is fucking hilarious you guys it's George, I mean, first of all it's George Clooney if you guys can believe that you look at <laughs> it doesn't even seem like it's him it's just so not what he would do these days but that has to be one of the best like 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 send ups I've ever seen of a of a horror movie yeah yeah, and I remember now because I saw the TV show, the cartoon first, and that, that cartoon had one of the catchiest theme songs. Yes, <laughs> but then I remember seeing the actual movie, the first movie on USA, and I remember now I turned it off because on the cartoon the tomatoes talked, you know, but yeah. in the actual movie, in the first movie. It's just tomatoes. It's just giant tomatoes rolling down the street. Uh, That's it. You know, and then like, like buckets of tomatoes falling on top of people and supposedly killing them. Right. Or you like know. tomato, like, yeah. And and that's the other thing. I was disappointed too with the first one because, like I said, we saw the second one first, the, re- the return. Mm-hmm. And it was just hilarious, you know? Did the second and one so- have the talking tomatoes? No, there was another one. There was a, no, there's a third one that I haven't seen and okay. I haven't found it. I've never actually seen it. But we went back and tried to render the first one. Like, okay, this first, second one was so good. The first one ought to be good too, right? And the first one was so different. Yeah. And it wasn't good. But yeah, the second one is the one where that where that theme song comes from. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I don't think mm-hmm. you've ever seen the second one. Yeah, yeah, you guys do yourself. It's actually on Netflix right now, you guys. Watch um, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. And another thing um, before, you know, just kind of off topic but related, is it pisses me off when I talk about, because I get in conversation with people who like stupid movies the way I do, and I bring up Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Like, oh, I hate Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Like, I didn't say attack. I said return. Return, (laughs) return. They're two different movies. They're two totally different movies. (laughs) Fuck. And they always do that every time. Every time it's like, oh, I hate attacking because I'm out. Like, not that one, the second one. Return. Oh, Don't watch attack. Skip that one. Watch return. It's fucking funny. And yes, I do own that DVD, but it's on Netflix, you guys. So, yeah, pull it up sometime when you have anything else to do. You'll laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then one other thing I wanted to touch on from. Uh, the Saturday, the kid show side was, um, of course, Fox was the place where Mighty Morphin Power Rangers first premiered in the yes. U.S. You know, and that we'll went... talk about Power Rangers this week. <laughs> <laughs> All but, right, guys, but uh, you know that went on. That was on Fox until ninety. I want to say ninety. Let me look it up. No, it was it was on 
Fox until 2002 until ABC bought the rights. But I only bring it up because once Power Rangers really hit and was big, then Fox had all kinds of other stupid live action teenager superhero shows come out. In fact, I I think all, all the networks tried to have it, but it seemed like Fox had most of them. Well, Fox... Um, Fox had a relationship with uh, Saban, mm-hmm. I guess is the company, yeah. because they had a bunch of their cartoons, which I always thought would knock off. Like they had... Like Saban had a version of Little Mermaid or something like that that Fox would show on like Sunday mornings or something oh, like that. Yeah. And a lot of little cartoons by Saban that, you know, would show on Fox. And so... When they did Power Rangers, you know, they got them all. So, Power Rangers, and then you were about to say something else? Yeah, Power Rangers and Beetleborgs, which was a, another show in Japan. Of course, you know, they changed the tone and all that stuff. Um, I never actually seen that one. I just remember seeing commercials for it. Yeah, I think I've seen some. Um, Masked Rider, which was Common Rider, which... I will admit, I still download and watch. You know, from Japan, I I watch the sub versions. It's really good. <laughs> but they they took a season of Master uh, of Common Rider. I think it was Common Rider Black RX or something like that. Okay. And they turned it into Mass Rider. But they they made it really bad. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the shows like that, there was um, what was that one show? I don't think it was on Fox. They it well, was like well, hold space on a second. Teens or something? No, 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 no. That was called. That was on USA, and I think that was homegrown. I don't think that was Japanese. It was called Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Yes, and it was absolute shite. Well, most but, of these shows were. Yeah, but this one was even worse because, I mean, this was 100% homegrown. And you could tell it was shot in, like, in, in like one room in, like, USA's back lot somewhere, you know? Yeah. It was... Yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, and on top of that, you know, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't even robots. It was like their tattoos all came to life and formed, like, this little funky like bad CGI thing or something I don't know oh that's retarded yeah but uh, they had this one show uh, back to Fox uh, called VR Troopers I think that was the one that came out next yeah and it's made no goddamn sense cause it was like they would always like I remember the plot line was supposed to be the the, the main character he, his, his dad got got kidnapped or something and really he got sucked into the VR world I guess supposedly Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is about him trying to find his dad, but then you have the fights, but then somehow his character would always get separated from the other two. And so he'd be fighting somewhere, and the other two would always be fighting somewhere else. You know why? And every time. You know why? Well, because they didn't know how to call the source material together the way they did for the Power Rangers, but I mean... You know why? <laughs> because Saban decided to take three completely different shows and splice them into one. <laughs> so that's why that's why the one guy always got separated because they had to use footage from one show 
And then the other two people were from the same show, but, you know, they were fighting together. So you really couldn't have them all all okay, fighting that I didn't know. As, as a group. That one I didn't know. Yeah. Wow. Even worse. That was just, I mean, I don't they. I, I saw what they were, I mean, they were trying. They were trying to catch lightning in the bottle because Power Rangers took off. But it was just retarded. Yeah, it was Stephen. And the worst. And then, oh, go ahead. Oh no. Well, I I, I guess. Well, you said the worst. You, were you gonna say something else about the show? Or were you talk about um? No, another, another show. Did you have something else to talk about? Okay, show? I think I know where you're going with it. Go ahead and say it. The worst abomination of these live action. Hey, let's let's uh, bring a property into live action and make it really cool. Is fucking Ninja Turtles the next mutation? Oh God! Oh, you want to talk about? Was that Fox? That was. I guess it had to be because they had the rights. Yeah, yeah, because they they had the rights at the time. It was Fox. It ran for one season. It, I think it, they said it so it took place after the movies. Though I I don't think it's not considered canon anymore. Fuck no, it's not. Yeah, but it... Here, I got it pulled up on the Internet Bible. Um, let's see. It's, is it still on Netflix? You guys, yeah, if you don't believe so. us, it's there. Yeah, it's I know every Netflix. once in a while we get we get, we get listeners or, or Facebook posts or something like that who say they don't believe us about something. Like, look, this is on Netflix. You can pull it up yourself. Yeah, and it's on YouTube. We ain't making this up. We wouldn't but, make up something like this. But it, it was a continuation of the live-action movies. Which is why they had the live action costumes, but they were but like no, the, these costumes were, were worse than well, the live action. That's what I was saying. These were they, what I was saying was there was a live action, like there were turtles in costumes, not not cartoons. But I mean, these costumes, woo, yeah, look like you something you could pick up at Party City. Yeah, it, they were bad, and of course because because it, I mean, like even the masks were all different like like uh Leonardo had his regular you know mask the classic mask but then Donatello had one but it like wrapped around his face so it 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 basically the the bandana wrapped around his face it had eye holes and it had a mouth hole so it went under his chin um, he was like he was, he was like dumb Donald from Fat Albert. Yeah, and then and then Raphael's mask was actually a do rag with the eye holes in it because it covered the top <laughs> of it. It just covered the top of his head. I think I think Michelangelo's was normal, but oh, they Jesus they gave Christ. him new weapons for God knows what. Jesus tap dancing Christ. Leonardo's could put his swords together into one like large staff. Raphael could put his size together into a staff. And because uh, nunchucks are illegal in, in a lot of places, they gave Michelangelo a pair of tonfa. Wait, 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 wait. Nunchucks are illegal, but fucking 10-inch yep. blades aren't? Yep. I don't know. I mean, you, you talk to people who who live in like Britain 
and other places in, in Europe, when they saw the movies, anything with Michelangelo swinging the nunchucks is cut out. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Hey, man. Hey, all our Retro Joe, all of our our UK followers, hey, elaborate on that for us, man. What's going on with that? Yeah, I'm not sure why. Because I don't get that either. And, of course, and I didn't know that. Ninja, the word ninja is bad, too. Right, so. right. Yeah, I know. They were the hero turtles Yeah, they were the hero turtles. But, but the worst affront of this show, and the thing that even the fucking creators of the Ninja Turtles, uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, said that they, to this day, hate, and if you ever bring it up to them, they get mad. They might shank you. Yeah. It was the inclusion of a female turtle named Venus, Venus DeMilo. DeMilo. Dude, fuck. what the fuck? Fuck it. And, <laughs> and, and she supposedly also got ooze, but somehow went further down the sewer and and Splinter didn't see her and but she's a walk she can walk she's a walking turtle further down the sewer she can walk over there and just happen to find I don't know she I guess she got swept down down sewer cuz she ended up either in China or in Chinatown I don't know which with this other ninja master who taught oh. her Ninjitsu and I think magic because she could do she didn't have or she she had you know a fan weapon but then she could do like magic and shit oh fuck it though but that I because I the kids wanted to watch it on Netflix one time and I watched the first episode and said nope we're not watching any more of this because this is <laughs> this is shit <laughs> But um, <laughs> somehow her master dies, but her master and Splinter would always like talk to each other on the spiritual plane because they'd meditate. Spiritual so plane. They they knew who each other were, and and Splinter knew about about Venus. So then Venus shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah, I I knew all about you because I." I would meditate and our spirits would talk to your master and whatever. I don't know. It was a shitty premise. Are we done talking about this show? Um, yeah. Alright, let's go to a break, please. I gotta walk this off. <laughs> no, we can't go to a break yet. We can't oh, go to a break man. Because <laughs> we're gonna... <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking this up. Uh, Splinter did show, or uh, not Splinter. Shredder showed up oh, God at one point uh, after being, you know, what? No, he he got squashed in a trash compactor in the first movie. In the second movie, he became Super Shredder and then drowned. This move or this show, he came back, but he uh, wasn't Super Shredder anymore. So I don't know how he depowered himself, but he wasn't even he he came in at the end of the season, and I, I guess they were setting him up to become the full time bad guy. Because for the show, the main bad guy was this dragon lord guy. I've got nothing to say. And then <laughs> wait, just hear me out. 
<laughs> and then there was another another bad guy who was a yeti but instead of living in the Himalayas like a yeti would do he came to New York also and and was a crime boss <laughs> shut up he was a crime boss <laughs> shut up <laughs> he had a he had a whole oh. gang of humans oh my god who did stuff for him Oh. And then there was a, a 10,000 year old vampire from China. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. And then, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you on the other side, right. folks. We'll <laughs> see ya. Searches high and low for fun fruit trees. The only trees funny enough to grow sun-kissed fun fruits. I found them! <laughs> sun-kissed fun fruits are made with only the funniest fruits. That's why fun fruits are so much fun to eat. Sun-kissed fun fruits. Every chewy one is real fruity fun. <laughs> And we're oh, back. Man. Yeah, the only thing good that ever came of that was that, you know, at least this, this movie that's coming up, we can actually say that that's not the worst iteration of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, at least the turtle shells don't have boobs. I don't know if I mentioned that, but Penis DeMilo's shell had boobs because, because when you're because a female turtle... Yeah, when you're a female turtle, of course you have boobs, and of course the shell is going to take the shape of those boobs. <laughs> All right, that's enough. No more. Uh, no more but, talk about this. Okay. I um, well, there's one more show I want to talk about, and that is uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna hey, first of all, rest in R.I.P. Rest in production to a uh, Dead Pixel Live. That show is no longer on the air. 799 episodes. About five years, I think. So very, very impressive run that show. But um, I, I'm, I'm going to steal a little bit because uh, I think he said it best, Derek H, when they were when he was talking about this show back when it was on, and um, <laughs> because it's a show that I hadn't thought about in a long time until he brought it up. And this show was a lead into um, to uh, Power Rangers. Do you remember what that was? The show that would lead into Power Rangers. Yep. 
like when Power Rangers came on in the mornings, came on like what seven or seven thirty. The show right before it. <clears throat> yeah, that was this little uh, kids variety show called Shusha, named after the uh, the host, who's a uh, Brazilian. Oh yeah. It was like this kid. I mean, it was like just 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 a total clusterfuck of like all these colors and balloons and shit all over the place and she would sing songs now the show is actually it's from it's from Brazil um it got it was X-U-X-A right yeah yeah and for now Shusha and that's her name but um the show is actually from Brazil you know and then I guess she was huge in Brazil so uh you know somewhere in America someone said hey we want to do a version of the show in America so they're just okay cool and um what happened is they I mean this show really really was not suitable for like Americans first of all they had she she had two like two rows or, or these big, big like these bleachers basically for all these kids and you have these two these two women like these majorette outfits but they're like dressed way too way too underdressed for this to be a kid's show like mm-hmm. these short booty shorts and everything like that and they're like like kid corralers basically to keep everybody from like running off the uh like like from, from running off the uh, out of place and like running up on the stage with Shusha and shit like that and then she had these two mascots which is like the worst mascot costumes you've ever seen they look like I, I mean, if, if the Ninja Turtle stuff looked like something you could get at Party City, this looked like something you could get from, like, Target. It's like a, a panda and a jaguar. And... Or something like that. And... They would... Dance, I guess, so to speak. I don't know what you call that. Dancing, whatever they would do. And then... But then, Shushu would come out, and she'd be singing, and she'd be totally underdressed for this for, for this thing. And, like, <laughs> the way Derek put it out there, he said, see, this wasn't for you. This is for your dad. You know, <laughs> you're getting ready for work, or you're getting ready for school. And, like, he's like, hey, Billy, I'm putting Shusha on for you. He's like, dad, I want to watch this stupid show. Like, shut up, we're watching Shusha. <laughs> <laughs> oh... But yeah, I remember that being on, and like I'd be waiting, cause cause I like Power Rangers when it first came out, or at least it was entertaining enough. So, um, but you always that that would be on right before it. So as you're getting ready for, you'd be catching like that. It had the the channel set to Fox, and then that would be on, and you catch the singing and all this weird shit. Like there'd be like these games where you you dunk your head in like this Jello, and like pull out. It was all. I mean, you smashing um. Smashing, smashing balloons full of slime like with your butt and like I mean it was it was a really messed up show it was crazy okay two things it's like a big ADD show two things what's up one she still has a kid show on in Brazil now she's still around huh yeah uh, wow. she's got a show TV Shusha on Saturday mornings um I'm guessing in Brazil Oh yeah, so you translate the Portuguese, eh? Yeah, the Wikipedia thing is in Portuguese. Oh no, she quit in January of this year due to wow. health problems. 
I remember that show coming on. I was, but, uh, I was like ninety three. So, damn. Yeah. Twenty years. But I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. Interrupt you. No, I'm just Go saying ahead. that was twenty years. Yeah, and I'm looking at. It lasted here in the U.S. from September thirteenth of ninety three to December tenth of ninety three, and I'm looking at the episodes and the list of the guests. A lot of this stuff makes no sense. Like, there's, you know, standard kid show fare. Like, there's a cat trainer and a magician. There's a rollerblade team on one time. There's a trampoline. She went to a circus. There were jugglers. But then, she would have celebrity guests. The first two episodes had the Olsen twins. Then, a little bit later, she had the American Gladiators. Oh, I remember that. Then I remember that Turbo was on there. Then she had Jeff Dunham a little bit later. Um, Jeff Dunham. The he. Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the puppet guy. Yeah, the puppet guy. Then but, um, had an orangutan <laughs> miniature oh. horse. <laughs> um, the butterfly man. I don't know who that is. Then Alvin and the Chipmunks. The Harlem Globetrotters. Um, this one episode just says marsupial. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what the hell? Then towards the end of the season, she had Waylon Jennings. I'm sure he was out of wow. his element. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sure he had some things to say behind us. Of course, he didn't have a form like he did on Fox News. Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings was on there. Then uh, Jeff Dunham came back. Then the very last episode that aired in the U.S. Cheech Marin. What? <laughs> the same? The same Cheech Marin? Yeah, but well, this is '93. He... Sets Nash Bridges Cheech Marin. Probably. You sure he didn't? hit the bong before he went out there I'm pretty sure it'd be a whole lot interesting for him if he walked out there yeah like, up. but I think this was Nash Bridges I don't do that pot stuff Cheech Marin before uh, Chong got out of prison a couple years ago and now he's back to oh yeah pot school <laughs> 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 I told you man, this is a fucked up show and wow. and then at the end she would always finish up every episode she would like she would like smear like lipstick all over her, all over all over her mouth and then select some kid and like leave a kiss mark on his face. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, I'm I'm gonna post this on on our uh, website. But the episode just called Trampoline is on is on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my God. I I just hit play on this, and it really is what Illy said. It's this stage of kids which like they used to do you know with these live act or you know live audience kid shows it's a yeah, stage but... of kids but all these kids are just screaming her name and there's a lot of pre-pubescent boys that probably are thinking about other stuff oh I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty sure they want that kiss at yeah. the end too they lipstick all over and on top of that this is this is in the 90s alright this isn't uh, you know, this isn't the Bozo show from, like, you know, the 80s and the 70s, you know what I'm saying? American kids are pretty fucking unruly, and maybe that's why they pulled the plug on that show. <laughs> just jumping around Whoa. screaming and full of sugar and, you know, and she's coming out there 
half naked and going on. Um, what? Because it looks like the show, according to Wikipedia, it originally started airing on Univision here in the U.S. And Univision, some of those Spanish shows that they show on there are inappropriate for any age. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man, even the news, man. Even the yeah. news has cleavage. Yeah. And I guess that's where awesome. whoever at Fox saw this and said, oh, yeah, this would be a good fit for, <laughs> for our station. But I'm watching it here, and she she comes out, and all these kids are screaming, and and she's laying hands on There's a kid in a wheelchair, and she just lays hands on him for a second. Is he and good he's got a little pom-pom, and he's shaking it. <laughs> and she's not a good singer. No, she's not. It was horrible. I remember all that, all that stuff. And then... Do you see the mascots? Yeah. Don't they look like job molesters? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's man. It's a dude like, in, like... in a Party City Jaguar mask. In a hoodie. In a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, saying, and like... then there's a couple of women out there dressed like drum majors. Yeah. Which I guess shorts. are corralling the kids. That's that's not right. Because now, because the 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 jaguar guy just started a game, making the kids jump on top of like jump land on their butts on top of balloons filled with with like yeah, whipped was, cream. Yeah, I was saying that. That was, was saying oh was no 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 <laughs> no. And, oh my god. Oh my. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Go to YouTube now. I will put the link up there. At, at the minute 440 mark, this one child can't break the balloon. <laughs> and so she can't break the balloon. She's trying to jump on top of it to break it. So one of the drum major corral girls grabs this child by the shoulder and is just forcing her down on top of the balloon. <laughs> it is so wrong. Oh my god. Oh. And, you know and what? He... <laughs> oh. oh my People, god. People, we didn't come into this. Did we... we came in to talk about the glory days of Fox, man. We just derailed our entire topic. Yeah, we we were going to talk about the glory of uh, Fox Sunday night, really. <laughs> but. <laughs> I think you might have to split this episode oh in parts. <laughs> oh my god. We could do a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh here's no. Jeff Dunham and Peanut episode. Team oh, Rollerblade episode. <laughs> I still want to. I I gotta find that Cheech episode. I want to see what he. Lo- I'm gonna see if he looks like he's high, because if, it seems like that'd be the perfect place to just be blazed up and just. I'm, I'm gonna find it because if, if he doesn't have a mustache, then that's pre, or that that's a that's anti weed Cheech Marin. Okay. Holy shit, what the hell is this? Oh my God. There's, there's a... I'm, you know how, how it pops up and... Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what, what, what? Okay, let me finish my first thought. You know when you type in a word on YouTube and it's got the suggested videos on the side? 
Okay. There's a Shusha video, and the picture is just a dude in a vest, and it looks like a, a Speedo. Oh, my God. Oh, because this is a news story about Shusha. A news? What kind of news story? I don't know. It's in Spanish. Well, why, why are you looking that up? I just like to take it aside but, right here because you mentioned uh, Univision, Univision, depending on how you say that. Um, I just think it's hilarious because of my um, be- because of the Mrs. Uh, last name. You know, she keeps getting these <laughs> these letters in the mail for like Dish Latino or like for some telenovelas uh, magazine or like Univision. And add that to your subscription or like that just <laughs> because we're. <laughs> It pisses her off, but I think it's hilarious. Oh. Yeah, and I found the Cheech Marin, and he has a mustache. Well, there it is, folks. Cheech was high. Oh, she she <laughs> just called him Chi-Chi Marine. <laughs> Chi-Chi Marine, and now, he, now the kids have moved to a boat setting. A boat. And... Did Cheech Cheech ha- had a kids album, didn't he? Because he he's coming out and he's singing the song about my name is Cheech and I am a school bus driver. Did he have a kids album? Did he? I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's find out while we're down the Shusha <laughs> hole. <laughs> Welcome to the Shusha show, everybody. Oh my god! Because now I'm, sorry, I'm just I, <laughs> I'm. I'm, I don't know. I'm obsessed now. Because this is just all kinds of wrong. Uh, yeah. He had an album. My name is Cheech the School Bus Driver. Was he high when he did it? He had the mustache. Yeah, he could have been. The, yeah, this must have been. Well, maybe it was like maybe Nash it was like Bridges. community service ones. Maybe you got caught with an announced and they said, "Okay, we won't bust you, but you know, you gotta, you <laughs> gotta do something for us. You gotta like cut this record, like some form of like community service or something." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then <laughs> he goes to perform it. Like, where do you do it? Where, where, where do you, where do you? Pre- where do you book a performance of this or for something like this and like goes to Shusha and this like the perfect guess to just like get high and do it with like mm-hmm. all the radar <laughs> oh my god anyway, oh man I just, I just I just type Shusha into um whoa what I just type well I type Shusha into Google and the first thing, you know how it auto-completes? Yeah. It's a Shusha controversy. Oh. Like, oh. Well, now, I don't see anything controversial under these hits, though. But then there's a... She has an Ask, <laughs> she has an ask Men entry, which that can't be good if you're a kid show host. Yeah. <laughs> she posed for Playboy and is known to have dated the legendary soccer king Pele. Oh, well, that's well, probably uh, why there's controversy. To the Western Observer, the Shusha phenomenon may seem a little creepy. Uh, you think? We just <laughs> got done telling you guys that. Um, a hot woman in sexy clothes ca- ca- captaining a children's show in which she leaves her youthful guests with a lipstick kiss mark. But remember, this is Brazil where human beauty is celebrated in all spheres without limitations of taboo. Yeah, but, 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 
that wasn't Brazil. That was here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was here, but I mean, that wasn't Brazil, but it was here. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, it's just bad. Let's just say that and move on. <laughs> I'm. She was only 20 when she was given her own variety of show, Club de Club da Criana? I don't know how you say that, I'm sorry, I'm butchering the uh, Portuguese. She was an instant hit, her candor on camera and her way with kids. It says, her candor on camera and her way with kids, in parentheses, they all receive kisses caught the attention of Latin America's media giant Global TV. In 1988 or 1985, Global took her as its own. So, yeah, she's... Trisha nearly gets kidnapped. Holy shit. I bet it was by the Jaguar guy. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're both creepy as hell, man. I don't know. I wonder who, uh, who, who were those people behind the... Um... Jaguar and panda masks. No, I'm seriously, I wouldn't. I, that's like someone you hire, like you hired like at the last moment for like a birthday party or something like that. You, you know, you yeah. got it for cheap. But anyway, let's let's pull ourselves out of this hole. Do we need another break? No, no. <laughs> we're gonna power through. All right. <laughs> so let's let's switch. Do you have, have anything else about the kid shows? Not anymore. Not All bad. Let's. Right. Goddamn. That's a shift to the nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> to the night when everything's alright. <laughs> but uh, you know, Fox had a lot of great evening programming too. I mean, they started with Married with Children, which I I I watched when I was a kid. Because it was part of that Sunday night block, but I wasn't that big a fan of. But um, the one show that I did watch a lot was the uh, Tracy Ullman show. Which... I was gonna ask you about that actually when 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 you suggested this topic. I was gonna ask you if you actually ever seen. So you just answered my question. You seen it? Yeah. I was gonna say I've never actually seen the show. I knew it was on, but I never watched it. Yeah, I watched it, but I watched it more waiting for The Simpsons. Really? Yeah, because for people who don't know, The Simpsons started out as like an animated short that would air just before the commercial. And here's the thing, I had, when they came out with the the Christmas special, which was the pilot episode it turned out to be, Mm -hmm. for the series, um, back when that first came out I knew I'd seen those characters before but couldn't put my finger on where and it wasn't until years later when I found out they got their start on Tracy Ullman that okay maybe I caught one of those one day and saw that but yeah I just remember when the, I just remember when that, that Christmas festival came out and like they look so familiar but I don't know where I've seen them before yeah that's where and <clears throat> and actually a lot of the Simpsons voice actors are from were car- were actors on the show. They because it was a sketch comedy show. It had sketch comedy and it had um, 
musical segments and then a couple animated segments. It's The Simpsons and then some other animated little short that they, they would show just before they went to commercial. And, I mean, I can't tell you one skit or sketch from that show. I just remember The Simpsons stuff because that's the only reason why I was watching it. Gotcha. You know. So, that's where The Simpsons got their start. Mm-hmm. When did The Simpsons actually start start uh is december of 89 89 okay because that's when the uh when the christmas special came out right i remember i was in third grade and um of course that's just a big hit with all of us kids because you got this cartoon which you know back then there weren't you know this is before see nowadays you got all you know adult swim you got all these cartoons that are really for adults that are pretty much, I mean, pretty much just sitcoms. They just happen to be animated. You know, back then, I mean, you saw a cartoon, you assumed it was for kids, you know, so it come on and you see it and you got this dude, you know, cursing, you know, how the hell are you? Eat my shorts and, and all kind of, all kind of bullshit, you know, and then the infamous uh, Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, which, you know, if you were a kid back then, you didn't know that, you, you knew that one, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, of course, you know, it, that was all the rage. So I remember in my grade school years, I mean, Ninja Turtles and Bart Simpson. Yeah, me too. You know, that's that was the ex- sort of the extent of my, uh, you know, evening cartoon watching was The Simpsons. And then, yeah, and I um I watched. Uh, well, I'm sorry, we still talking about no. Go ahead uh, about Almond. No, go ahead. Okay, because my mom hated that fucking show, <laughs> like for real. But she didn't stop. I mean. She never told us not to watch it, though, which I'm actually surprised. Mm. But she just, you know, she didn't like that we did, she, you know, with, with a lot of disdain, you know. But my dad, you know, I told him I told him about it because uh, he went over his house on weekends. So I watched, watched The Simpsons. He's like, and I guess he knew the name, I guess, I guess from Ullman, but he hadn't really, you know, hadn't really seen it before or just, you know, wasn't really into it like that. He saw, I don't remember what episode it was, but... He, I mean, he loved it. Like, he just it, instantly, he was laughing his ass off. Like, was, And so, I mean, all the way up until, I mean, when when that show went into syndication and it would come on, like, 6.30 p.m. every day. So that was, <laughs> that was his, his evening routine after work. Like, I'd be home if I was home, you know, doing homework or whatever, or, you know, whatever I'd be doing after school. He would come home. He would get home roughly 5 o'clock, 5.30 and first thing he would do, he would uh, he would change out of his uh, out of his suit, you know, from work, switch into you know sweats or something like that. He would gun a gun a cigarette, and then he'd sit down and watch The Simpsons and fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> he'd wake back up about an hour or so later, you know, dinner, and then you know go and do his thing. But that was his that was his after work routine. Like he <laughs> loved him some goddamn. He loved some Simpsons. Yeah, and, and I quit. I, I I quit watching after a couple seasons. Yeah, I was gonna say that. let's get into the whole Simpsons thing. Yeah, you know I watched religiously, especially when I mean the Simpsons bounced around a lot because for a while that they, they were on Sunday, and then you know Fox was the underdog ratings wise when it first started, mm-hmm. but the Simpsons was one of their real big breakout hits. So they decided to put it on Thursdays. Yes. So it could go up against um, the Cosby show. Cosby, yep. 
and it lost, <laughs> and they 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 moved it back to Sundays. Yeah, but you know, back to my dad. You know, by then he had quit watching. He he gave it up on Cosby. I remember. Um, I think it was my papa or maybe maybe my granny. He would, they were talking about talking about a Cosby episode. He's like, "No, nah, I don't watch Cosby anymore." He's like, "Eh, I used to like Cosby. He's too nicey nicey these days." I watch Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, he was the one, you know, giving all his ratings. Now, depending on what the episode was gonna be, I would because it was always a tough choice every week whether I was gonna watch Simpsons or watch Cosby. Because I mean, I liked them both. It's like, oh man, don't make me choose, but I had to. Yeah, you do always check to see if Cosby was a rerun that night. Yeah, or Simpsons. Switch. Yeah. Yeah, and then depending on what the pre, you know, because from watching um, Fox all week, you would see the, you know, the preview or the uh, the commercial, like you know, this week on The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And if it sounded like it was gonna be something good, and they see what the Cosby was gonna be, and try to work it out in your head which one's gonna be better. You know, mm-hmm. and you just have to make a choice, just and go with it. Because again, no DVRs, folks, and we had a VCR, but it wasn't set up right, so you couldn't watch. You know, most people you could, you could watch something else while something else is taping, but I don't know, ours wasn't set up right. We couldn't do it, so. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I said Simpsons was a ratings monster for Fox. It was huge. You know, I watched it all the time. Um, you know, I mean, just thinking about all the stuff that they spawned they had video games they had uh, they didn't really have toys until much later but yeah. they had they had uh, the video the arcade game the four player arcade game which is one of the best you know is that a claim not a claim no Konami uh, yeah Konami side scroller beat em ups you know it's funny and you know well, it, it was really- a good game that was the only one that was good because they came out with a bunch of shit to try to cash in on it for Nintendo and Sega when they were not so good. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. They had they had a couple good video games. Wasn't Bart's Nightmare? A good yeah, game? but that was they did. That one came later though. Bart's Nightmare, I want to say, was like maybe ninety. Definitely wasn't right away though. That was maybe like ninety five. That was a Super Nintendo. I want to say I was like 94, 95. Oh, Super Nintendo? Okay. Because mm-hmm. the first thing had Bart vs. Space Mutants, which... Oh, yeah. Some some people are really fond of that game. I hated it. Um, yeah. Bart vs. the World, same thing, you know. And there was one for Game Boy that wasn't very good. Yeah. And uh, they, they even had, had an album. Do you remember that album? Yes. Yes, uh, I do. In the fact, Simpsons Sing the Blues? Yes, you had it. Yeah, I had it. I, then you, that, that, that was a... A purchase from the BMG Music Club. <laughs> I paid a penny for that one and twelve other tapes. There you go. And uh, yeah, and I remember sometime maybe it was like maybe ninety six. You gave it to my brother, and so got a whole another, uh, you know, whole whole other uh, lease on life on that one because he was playing it. Yeah, yeah, you know. but I mean the the only single that got any radio play was was "Do the Bartman." Right, and that was on the radio, but then every once in a while they do music videos. Like, I remember Do the Bartman had one, and then mm-hmm. I think Deep Deep Trouble had one. Oh, yeah, Deep Deep and, Trouble. So, and basically, maybe, all the Bart songs. Yeah, I thought maybe one more had a video, but Do the Bartman was the one that actually got played on the radio, which was crazy. Yeah, because those, if I remember right, 
the Do the Bartman and Deep Deep Trouble were the only original songs on there. Uh, the rest, the, the album was called Simpson Sing the Blues, so the rest were Simpsons characters covering classic blues songs. Right. Like Born Under a Bad Sign, mm-hmm. uh, Homer sang that one, Lisa sang God Bless the Child That Has Its Own. Yeah. Um, and I forget the rest, but. You know, that was you know, they had everything but I don't, I can't remember the last time I actually watched a new episode of The Simpsons I don't either well, well no that's not true I can tell you the last time I, the last new episode I watched and um there was because oh, I forgot what came on Sundays that I would watch and then Simpsons would come on after or before or something some shit um Last oh man, well I just man, well, See, I want to say it's maybe like two yeah I guess I don't but I, it was it was early early two thousands maybe two thousand two maybe I watched it but but even then I mean that was just a one off thing I didn't really tune in yeah yeah know? I haven't tuned in for an episode of Simpsons in a long time I mean I watched yeah I I, I wa- like you said I watched religiously probably for like two two straight years maybe so um like it came out in eighty nine. Well, the first episode came out in 89. The series started at fall of uh, 1990. Mm-hmm. So, the next, so yeah, my next school year. So, from fourth to, like, maybe sometime in sixth grade, I watched all the time, and then I just kind of stopped. Then I would maybe catch it once in a while, and then, and then just, you know, and then just, eh. I just, yeah. just, 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 I just got out of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, and even now, I mean... It's I'm surprised been on the show's still on the, on the air. Yeah. It seems like now it's just all about guest stars and gimmicks. You know, like they just did a Lego episode. Yeah. Um, and I... You know, it, it, it's weird, because I play that Simpsons tapped out mobile game. Yeah, me too. And there's a lot of characters and stuff they talk, talk about from later episodes of the show that I have no idea who they are, what they're talking about, or what episode it came from. I don't know. Right. You know, but I still, still play that stupid little game. Yeah, well, but, uh, this is a fun game. It's a fun take on, you know, kind of SimCity meets, you know, just one of those little task manager type of games or whatever. Yeah. So, and just it has those characters that you kind of know something about. So, that's what's cool about it. But, um, yeah, you, you, want, you want to get me to get specific about someone? Because everything's a reference. Everything in there has happened in yeah. the shows, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't, I, not even half of it, probably like 15% of it, I don't know of. Yeah. And, well, let's move off to Simpsons. And, yeah. And but, get into uh, uh, some other stuff, because, I mean, there is, there's a lot of shows, prime time-wise, with Fox, that, that I want to touch on, at least. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, I mean, just starting with the calendar week, let's just go to, straight to Thursday. After, after Cosby was gone, we of course needed a, a black show to fill the void. So uh, in '92, Fox brought out Martin, Martin, which was another show that your mom. 
Oh, well, my mom hates Martin Lawrence, period. Yeah, I remember. I remember when he hosted SNL and had that controversial uh, monologue at the opening. Oh, shit. So I don't, because I never watched I never watched uh, SNL. Yeah, it, it was bad, because he started talking about going down on women with yeast infections. And coming up with with uh, bread dough on on oh, your lip God. and stuff. It I I remember watching it you know live that night, and I think I was just old enough to understand what the jokes were, but not quite. You know, it, it was a lot of me guessing what he meant. <laughs> right. You know, but um, but I have seen that episode since then, and. Like when when Comedy Central had the rights to SNL and was sh- and would show reruns, every time the monologue started, the, this voice would come on and would say, you know, Martin Lawrence had controversial uh, comments and topics in his monologue, and be- because of that, we're not going to play it. Blah blah blah, and then uh, it just went on into the show. <laughs> It just, you know, started the, the show. That's but, hilarious. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, Martin, you know, it was basically a sitcom about him and his girlfriend. Did they ever get married? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah, girl, girlfriend turned wife and his two friends and then Martin played two or three different characters oh he himself. played a lot of them actually <laughs> but you know the show what was cool about it it was a sitcom but it had a lot of over the top like slapstick in it too mm-hmm. just enough to where it was like kind of just kind of stepped over the edge of just being um unreal mm-hmm. which is I mean, that was the appeal of it that was funny you know but and that show was good really up until you know Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence started having problems off camera mm-hmm. and so then like but I guess they signed on like for the contract whatever and they decided to keep the show going but the thing was she refused to be in these scenes with him so the whole show changed to where you know it stopped being about them and their relationship and just being Wacky. and then yeah then on top of that it never made any sense because you know Martin and Gina would never be in the same room together yeah it, it was because she was always at work or on vacation or, or or at Pam's house yeah you know yeah it, it got really weird yeah but uh, so you know and then after after Martin was over then came Living Single which in a 90s kind of world I'm glad I got my girls <laughs> you know which, you know, it hit in that early 90s when, when Afrocentricity was big again Mm-hmm. You know, it hadn't been big since the '70s, but now it was back, and now it was, you know, female empowerment, strong black woman. You know, a lot of kente cloth. <laughs> I think wasn't wasn't the logo like kente cloth? Or something yeah, like I think the first one was. If I'm not mistaken. But, and now there's another one. That's another show that that, that lost its um kind of shadow on its premise. Well, at least Martin didn't happen because of stuff that happened off camera. But with this one, I think they just kind of wrote themselves into a corner mm-hmm. because um, Kim Coles, Sinclair, and uh, and, and, and uh, I forgot the actor's real name, but uh, 
he played Overton. They got married, mm-hmm. and so they she moved out. So then, a man moves in. Oh yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. No, what? That's right. I forgot about that. How the hell would you? Yeah, you know. But um, I just remember when it came on that because um, I mean I was I was really young when Facts of Life was out, and I know people older than me really had to think for Tootie and you know back right here. then I just you know, yo see, see there you go <laughs> um by the time that came when, when when Living Single came out like oh damn like oh that's 2D like oh, shit now <laughs> you know so there you go and then but um oh you know what else I forgot about um well no nah, I get well now nah, we'll, we'll save that one for uh, later in the week because it still came on later in the week yeah. Now, here's one show that I don't know when it aired. If it was a Sunday show or a Thursday show, it was Rock. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. It was okay. Sunday. Was that a Sunday show? It was Sunday, and okay. I wanted to bring it up ever since back when you were talking about um, uh, The Simpsons and, and going head to head with Cosby, because I want to say it was in the in the premiere episode when Rock is sitting there and he's watching he's watching The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And uh, his dad comes downstairs. He's like, "What are you watching?" And Rock's like, "Oh, this is Charles S. Dutton, by the way, for um, people." And he's like, uh, "Oh, it's The Simpsons. This is funny." He's like, "Boy, well, Bill Cosby's on." And he's like, "Yeah, but this is funny." So he like changes the channel, and he's like, "I'm sorry to break it to you, son, but we're black." <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was like one of the it was like one of the first scenes I think in the show. Yeah. But again, going back to um, Fox, you know, the show is poking fun at its own programming and stuff. Yeah, and see, Rock was a show, uh, the title character, Rock, Charles is done. Um, I don't know if Rock was short for something, I guess. Yeah, it? but... Uh, yeah, it, no, it wasn't. Said. His name was just Rock Emerson. Oh, okay, well, there you go. But he, uh, he's a garbage man. He's a cheap gar- garbage man, because he's always bringing stuff home out of the garbage. <laughs> um, he's married, has a wife. His father lives with him, and then had he had a younger brother that lived like in the apartment upstairs or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was very messagey. They always had a message. It seemed like you know. Yeah, but I don't think it was well. And it's been a long time since I've seen it. But it didn't seem like he was very heavy-handed with the message, at least not in the early episodes. <laughs> when, they, when, yeah, when, when it, um, they one thing they started doing them live, which is cool, yeah. I guess, you know. But they added in another character that they took in, um, this one chick, uh, um, she was homeless, I guess, this girl. No, um, I'm reading about it right now, um. Heavy D played Rock's co-worker who ended up going to prison and the girl is Heavy D's daughter. Oh, okay. Alright, alright. And yeah, I do remember Heavy D showing up on that. Yeah. Yeah, he he was a garbage man too, but something happened and he had to go to jail. Yeah, and so then you started getting into a lot of issues of um, gun violence and gang violence and... Drugs. Drugs. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So then that's when it started to get real preachy and just kind of kind of it like it got real heavy-handed with the messages you know whereas before it just kind of gave it to you and it was just 
you know, still just kind of about the family and just yeah. by himself. Now it's just, you know, we got to have a message and we got to drive it, drive it home, you know, and it's when it started to get kind of shitty. Yeah. You know. But, uh, but overall, it wasn't a bad show. I mean, it no, was cool. it wasn't it was bad. Just, you know, I mean, it wasn't one that I had to watch, but I would watch it because whatever was on before it was over, and you know, I just didn't change the channel. Yeah, well, you know what that lead-in was? Was that on Sunday? Yep. Well, wait, I, I got one okay, thing on Thursday. To save, to talk okay, about. yeah, okay, we'll save that one then. Because uh, one thing I want to talk about that on Thursdays after Martin and Living Single came. Uh, um, New York Undercover. Hell yeah. Which, or... which was a cop drama starring Malik Yoba, who you've seen in. I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> been... Oh, he, he was in Cool Runnings. He, he played oh, yeah. uh, Yul Brenner yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. in Cool Runnings. Um, he's been in a lot of other stuff. He, he was on Alphas. If, if you're a fan of that sci-fi show that got cancelled, he was on there. I've never actually seen it, but yeah, okay. Um, and then, uh, I forget the Hispanic guy's name. Uh, me too, but I, I just know his name was Torres. I don't remember yeah. what, the, what his real name was. But it that show was fucking awesome. Uh, he, the first I, season was fucking awesome. Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, because not only... I mean, they played a lot of... of current hip-hop on there. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of of hip-hop artists guest star. Well, you there. know, also that show was shot on location, too. That wasn't a set. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that was like in 93, 94. 94. So that hit right in... 94, 95, yeah. That, that hit right in my, uh, my sort of hip-hop uh, sweet spot that hit right in the keepers of the funk era. Yeah, yeah, because I was I was you know big into hip hop, of course, and, and big into East Coast hip hop more than mm-hmm. the West Coast stuff. Right. And so to have this show, whenever there was a chase scene or so- something, all of a sudden here, um, like. Lords of the Underground play while the cops are chasing somebody, or here, um, um, Pete Rock, or so- something, you know, or Gangstar. Yeah, it a lot of a lot of premiere stuff. Yeah, a lot of. Pre- I, I remember Code of the Streets when, when they were driving around one time. But um, all right, you've got this show and you've got this setting, so you know I always I wanted to be a New York kid so bad, you know. <laughs> When I, I was grow, growing up, you know, and just be in that city, and you know, so that was just a cool fucking show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my sister, like that was man, because I, I I can talk about a lot of stuff because my brother, he was he, he um, when in '94 he was like six, seven, you know, not six. So he always went to bed like a couple hours before we did. So it would just be us down, downstairs in the in the um, in the basement, basically, you know, the basement where we had the TV and stuff like that. And we'd be watching like all our shows. And like I just remember me and her, like that's when we watched a lot of our wrestling. But the New York Undercover that was like our show. Like every we like we would always choose like we would what we're gonna watch like on the um, 
Like, if there was something you wanted to see, you had to see. Like, hey, I, I call the TV at whatever because I need to see this. Okay, whatever. There was never any argument about New York Undercover. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We had to see that. And uh, it was the every week we just look forward to it. And also, I want to say... I mean, I know this wasn't his first acting role because he did movies, but I want to say this is his first like recurring TV role. That's when uh, Ice T. Yeah, he was like one of the main baddies on there, you know. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up because he was a recurring villain, mm-hmm. and that whole storyline got dark. Yes, because he he was a drug dealer or something, and Malik Yoba had had uh, busted him and. Basically, Ice T became his nemesis, mm-hmm. and it was it was set up where Ice T had shit. I want to say it was Ice T had uh, uh, Tyra Banks, or either Tyra Banks or Naomi Campbell. Here, I found it. Had, had, the model Na- Naomi Campbell become um, Malik Yoba's girlfriend, but she she was actually a plant by Ice Cube or I- Ice T to get close to him, and then she ended up falling for Malik Yoba anyway, and I think she was pregnant. But then Ice T got out of prison and ended up killing her. Yeah, they went and sprayed her up. Yeah, I mean it, and and then. I want to say, I want to say Malik Yoke killed him. Just, um, you know, straight up just killed him. You see, I don't know, because I remember that season, and I remember actually when they showed him at a funeral scene, like where everything, you see uh, Ice-T like, like way in the back, he was there at the funeral, dressed in all black, you know, kind of keeping out of sight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck, this is crazy. And then... I remember, I remember the cliffhanger in that in, in that season finale was um you know he was chasing him down and he actually he shot uh, Malik Yoba and it had Torres screaming in the radio officer down officer down you know and so when it came back I don't know something something happened I don't I don't they added in what's her name she's she's Laguerta from um from uh Dexter from Dexter. And I hated that character. I really don't like her as an actress, honestly. No, but I don't whatever. But she was added under the show, and she and Torres ended up having a thing. But I don't remember what happened with Ice T or anything like that because the show I couldn't keep into the show anymore because they totally the tone of it seemed to totally change. Yeah, because the original captain, who was a uh, white female, not that it matters, but that's who she was because you know it added the whole multicultural dynamic she left and they brought in another captain who was different than they had I want to say um LaGuardia either got a promotion and then became captain over the other two or something and then well I thought she was another detective yeah she she was another detective but then I want to say she she got promoted too or maybe I'm thinking of Dexter I don't know but then Torres left, and they got a, a white guy to be their partner. So then it was LaGuerta and a white guy, and then Malik Yoba. And I'm using all completely wrong names. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it, it, it was the three of them, and it just threw the whole sort of dynamic off. 
And see, by then, I don't even think I even got that far. I just, yeah. A few episodes into season two, and I'm like, I'm done. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. But, real quick, what's your favorite episode? I want to say there was one when they had to bust a, a black fraternity for jumping people in. Oh, I think I remember that. That that's the only one that I can clearly remember, other than the ones with with Ice T. Actually, I'll, I'll probably say the whole Ice T arc is probably my favorite. Okay. Um. Yeah. That 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 arc definitely that is um the best. But there was a um there was this episode called um oh what it was called uh, you get no respect and it was ba- it, um, oh you know the other thing about that they always had a musical because that bar that they always went to yeah because Torres' like dad was a recovering drug addict but he tended to lapse a lot yeah but he owned a bar and then they always had like live performances at the end at the bar mm-hmm. yeah but they had this episode called get, you get no respect and that's the one that had I mean it had a lineup it was like an all star like, like Biggie was on it and Sticky Fingers played um, well he wasn't playing himself He, well, Biggie was himself I mean um, Sticky Fingers was playing this rapper named Khalil and he was friends with Malik Yoba but then he committed murder and I think Yo-Yo was yeah I'm, hold on let me find this right now yeah Tretch was on it Yo-Yo was on it oh, wow. Dr. Dr. Dre and Ed Lover were in it MC Light I mean, the Baca boys—they were on there. Wendy Williams. I mean, this is an all-star lineup of like all these rappers. But then, anyway, Sticky Fingers had ended up murdering, um, murdering his friend. They got into it on the roof, and he threw him off the roof. And then uh, he, but then they were um, questioning him. They finally figured out. You know, they got to the bottom. They realized they figured out it was him. And so they go chase him down at the end, and they end up having to, uh, they end up busting him. But I mean, that was a crazy episode too, and that was, and I think I liked it more just because you just had this all-star cast of like all the who's who of like uh, of rappers at the time. Yeah, you know? yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, I wonder is it streaming anywhere? I wonder. Oh, it's maybe airing on the Centric Channel. Maybe it could be. But wow, I was looking. This show aired since, through like '98. Yeah, I I, I think I checked out done, after but, the yeah. third season. I was done in season two somewhere, so I didn't even know it was still on the air that long. Huh? But uh, according to the YouTube or the uh, the Wikipedia here, it's actually part of the Law and Order franchise. Really? Yeah. It's because if you scroll to the bottom, it says Law and Order franchise, and under the tab it says related series, it's right there. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that, I mean, I would, you know, I think it's cool that that show was in the same universe, but it wasn't. I mean, this, I guess, this is before they started spinning off all those different Law and Orders. Oh, okay, I see. But, yeah, because it was created by the same guy, and so all of his shows technically take all take place in the same universe. Oh, okay, because that was kind of like, um, do you remember Homicide: Life on the Street? Yeah, like, that's that's in the same universe as The Wire and something else. Yeah, because that's David where that, uh, like that that's where that one guy in the glasses came from homicide and went over to SVU. Yeah. 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 But uh, let's 
we're going long, so let's get into the meat of this. Alright, let's 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 take a real quick break and then we'll right. come back and hit that. Every bite of Butterfinger. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Hey, isn't that Calvin? I haven't seen him for a while. Wonder where he's heading. I heard he got a job. Is that right? Well, it's about time he got himself together. Now that you mention it, there is something different about him. Just goes to show you can't judge a book by its cover. Looks like responsibility's been good for him. Well, I'm just glad somebody believed in him enough to give him a chance. Wonder where he's working. Welcome to McDonald's. May I help you? Alright, and we are back again. Yes, sir. For the last segment, where we're going to talk about Sundays. Yeah. The Pise de Restaurants. <laughs> Though my French is bad. Um, so, Sunday nights... Simpsons moves to Sundays and then they decided to create a whole block um, and it went down pretty much the same in the 7 o'clock hour I, I mean the Simpsons I don't think have left that 7 o'clock time slot 7 o'clock central time time slot since they moved there right you know I, I don't think that show has moved at all but uh, it was always Simpsons 7 o'clock had to watch it and you know this was like must see TV for sure because if you didn't watch it you would have nothing to talk about with your, your friends on Monday after afternoon at lunchtime at school <laughs> you know you, you had to make sure you watch it and if you didn't you got made fun of at least at least in my group of friends uh, but it was The Simpsons, then the classic, the perennial, In Living Color.
is yours and what's yours is mine. You live in color. And how would you feel knowing everybody was your friend? From thin to thicker, through thicker, thin, and egotistical trips was put to an end. Yeah. <laughs> in living color. Yeah, yeah. Man, you guys, for, for you guys who were with us since the beginning, and I mean the beginning, beginning, back when all we had was a Facebook account uh-huh. and a Tumblr, you guys know what, what we're talking about. Uh, for those of you who remember New Living Color, you know what we're talking about, but uh, we'll come back around to that. Man, and I guess really this is even before um, The Simpsons, because Living Color was out in like... 90. Yeah. Okay, so Simpsons had the special, but they weren't a series yet. Yeah. So they, they paired them together. Yeah. And, uh... I mean, it was... I guess a, a simplified way, way to put it was it was Black Saturday Night Live on Sunday. Yes, and given that I didn't watch Saturday Night Live that much, what it kind of reminded me of, what it, what it was to me, was sort of like a Black 90s Cower Burnett Oh, yeah. Because I remember staying up with you those nights and watching Carol Burnett back in those days. And, like, I didn't understand. The, I, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. I wasn't familiar with the term sketch comedy. You know, I didn't actually know what that meant. But I remembered, okay, the show is kind of like Carol Burnett, but, you know, with, you know, different with these characters, you know? Mm hmm. So, um, uh, when, do you, when did you first start watching that show? I want to say from the beginning. I do too, but I know that it had been on for at least a while before I picked it up because I remember seeing commercials for it. And I just remember hearing word of mouth about it, and I'm like, you know, I have to go. I have to. I have to, I have to see it's a living color show. No, I, I I watched it from the very first episode. Gotcha. Yeah, because that was that was another one of those shows like New York Undercover, where. I would get exposure to new music mm-hmm. because not every night, but a lot of times at the end of the show, they would have whoever come out and do a song. Like I remember leaders of the new school came out and did yep. a song one time. Um, Gangstar came out yep. and did mass Black appeal. Sheep. Black sheep was on. Yeah. Black sheep. Uh, um, heavy D. Else? Well, he- yeah, of course. Heavy, well, heavy D did did the theme song, but then right. he also came and did. He would uh, show up. Yeah, he showed live. up a few times actually. Yeah, because I remember he did. Uh, you can't see, and he had Flavor Flav oh, there yeah. with him. I remember that. But then he came back and did some other stuff before too. Um, MC Light, Money Love, yeah, uh, Public Enemy, Tupac was there. Arrested Development, Onyx. Third base, Jodeci. <laughs> third, oh, I remember third base was on there. Uh, us three. Who's us three? Us three. Candleupe. Oh, I hate that song. <laughs> That's the only good song they got. <laughs> I, hate I mean, it's song. pretty played now. I mean, I don't. You know, been a long time since I heard that one. But that, 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 that was the uh, taken aside here. You know, I've mentioned it a lot of times before, and you heard me talk about it on Keepers of the Funk. My dad did not like rap music he still doesn't really but he's a little more open to it nowadays he's kind of gone back and rediscovered some of these a few artists but i'm you know rap he called it brain damage you know and every you know everybody knows that herbie hancock song that they sampled 
and so that can <laughs> but it's sped up it's a little different you know they flip it a little bit and i remember it came on it came on tv like we we're watching bet or something like this or mtv and that was on and he came in is like yeah you see there you go that's the stuff what y'all what y'all know about what y'all y'all watching y'all listening to herbie and then the, whoever i don't know the guy's name they're from us three he comes in groovy groovy jazzy funky bow. he's like no no <laughs> he just walks out of the room pissed off <laughs> oh anyway but so yeah a lot of uh like the who's who of like r&b and rap artists uh at the time tlc um were they on there maybe i, I want to say they were maybe yeah yeah, that's the only bad thing about the the DVDs that, that are out is because of you know music rights they can't put. I know those, terrible those uh, live performances on there. And I really hate that. You know, mm-hmm. it seems to me like you know if you did this if you did the, the, if you did the job and it was there, you should just be able to have it on there. But yeah, that's what I, think. I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean the show was created by Keenan Ivory Wayne's. Of course, this is post uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Yeah, I was gonna say, this is right on the heels of that, wasn't it? Because yeah. I'm Gonna Get You Sucker was like maybe 88, 89. Yeah. And I think this was right after Damon Wayans got fired from Saturday Night Live. So then they started their own sketch show. You know, brought in pretty much the whole Wayans clan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for better you know, or for worse. But yeah, the f- well. the first two seasons, it, it was Keenan Damon, the sister I forget her name, Kim, uh, Kim, and then Sean. But he never acted in anything. He was SW one, the DJ, yeah, the DJ, yep. and just pretended to scratch. Or maybe he was do- doing the scratching. I doubt it. But now, actually, he he does have a dj background so. oh he does yeah okay so yeah he did that and then um i'll say third season maybe he became a a actual character and they brought in a new dj yeah his name was twist and then marlon waynes joined the cast mm-hmm. and then and the show the first three seasons were great the fourth season, there was a dispute between Keenan no, 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 and no, no. Fox. No, no. The fourth season, the fourth season was a breakout year. That fourth season was really good. the The fifth season is where the dispute happens. No, it's the fourth season. Oh no! It, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, now keep. It's the fourth season. <laughs> right. Okay. Because uh, Keenan stopped be- being in in the uh, sketches. Because he, he was pissed off about Fox censoring the show. Then Damon left at the end of the third season for a movie career. Um, let's see. In the fourth season, Keenan only appeared in the first episode. And that was Okay. Alright, that was it. And because he, he stayed in the credits, though, because I actually had... Um, yeah. Yeah, because he, he was executive producer until the 10th episode, and then he okay. left. Gotcha. And then Marlon left right after Keenan did, and then Sean and Kim stayed until the end of the fourth season. Gotcha. All right. Then by the fifth season, all the Wayans were gone, no longer had 
their hands in the show at all. And that's when the show really sort of went downhill hard. Yes, to a point. But that's also when they they brought in... um, uh, well, I mean, because right at that point, that's when they brought in they brought in a few people to kind of round out the cast a little more because they were short so many people, and they had Jim Jim Carrey was you know I guess he got the top billing. I don't know yeah. how much he had as far as like you know running the show so to speak, but I mean he was you know a lot more stuff. <laughs> but uh, that is the season where we get where where we get our uh, our fight choreographer. Oh yeah. That that is the season. So there, there were some good sketches in that se- in that season. It's yeah. just that you know it it the magic just wasn't it just wasn't the same. Mm-mm. No, not at all. It, I I don't know. Well, I mean I do know. It's the same same thing that happened with the uh, scary movie franchise. The first two movies, um, Sean and Marlon wrote and produced. They they had their hands in it. Then they. I don't know if they walked away or were bought out, but they left, and now all these parody m- movies that they keep doing are just no good. Uh, I personally never thought any of the scary movies were funny, not even the first one. Well, no, but, but I, it, I mean, it, 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 it. Well, I was just saying, I just thought they were all bad, <laughs> regardless. Yeah, and so, but, but it well, had that Wayne's humor in the first two. I guess, you know. uh, but 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 it just it makes me mad. Whoever whoever's who's behind that? Who what studio is behind that? I don't even you know. know. New it's, Line it or Miramax? It doesn't matter. The point is, they have no originality. They, all they do is just keep making movies called you know epic movie, date movie, yeah. superhero movie, you know. Yeah. And, and and the thing about scary movie that also used to just piss me off was because it was parodying Scream, which is a parody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I totally agree. So, it, but, but anyway, a living yeah. color. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, just one last thing on the movies. I thought that you know Marlon and Sean were trying to emulate Keenan, you know, in parodying movies at the time. Like, because I'm gonna get you sucker par- parodies those those exploitation films of the 70s and the early 80s. Right. So then they came out with um, Don't Be a Menace. Don't Be a Menace, which I think is really funny, mm-hmm. which parodies those those gangster flicks from the early 90s, like Boys in the Hood, Master Society, you know, stuff like that. Then right. they did Scary Movie, which, you know, we're still trying to parody you know, the current trend in movies. But it didn't have that sort of Keenan touch. You know, because Keenan shows up in, in Don't Be a Menace. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure he Message. had his hand in in writing or something, you know. Right. But yeah, they just don't have the... Uh, they don't have his panache, I guess. No, but, they don't, but they did... Have a really great TV series called The Wayans Brothers. No, we're not talking about. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. It was good. No, it is not good. And that's not Fox. So shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're going to do a Wayne's Brothers episode so I can really get all my thoughts out about this. You be doing that by yourself. <laughs> you better make that a point five. <laughs> anyway, man, in, li- <laughs> in living color. But anyway, so, in living color. I mean, all right, what are some of your favorite sketches? Ah, uh, man. Well, first of all... Um, or characters. There's... Well, um, everybody loves Fire Marshal Bill. I mean, I don't. Um, really? No. Oh God. Okay. I lo- uh, well, all the rest of you guys, you all love Fire Marshal Bill. Um, I really like um, later. I want to say it's in, like the last couple seasons when um, Jamie Fox he's playing uh, Carl the Tooth Williams. He's a boxer who's gotten his ass. He always all he's ever done is get knocked out, but he like swears he's like the greatest boxer in the world. He's like oh talking. the bad Jerry Curl. <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Um, I like uh, Tikia Crystal Kima. She plays a character named uh, LaShawn, who, uh, depending on the setting, I mean, sometimes she, the, the, the one I love the most is also in season four when uh, she runs a fast food place and hires Tommy Davidson. And Tommy, like, is no good, like, at his job. And he's like, so, like, he, he, he used to work uh, at another place and he got fired or something like that. And she's. And he's, so she hires him here to work. He said, do you know how to work a grill? He's like, oh, yeah, I got this. I got this. It's about us. It's about us. You know, so he goes and he burns all the burgers. He's like, see, this is a flat grill. See, I'm used to that child world grill. I'm putting, putting black lines on the burger. You know what I'm saying? It's different. It's different. So she made him go do the shakes. And he says he can't make the shakes right because this is strawberry, blueberry, and raspberry. And I only know chocolate and vanilla. See, I ain't got no experience on berries. <laughs> Just dumb shit like that. <laughs> but, of course, uh, favorite, it's got to be uh, Homie. Homie the Clown. Yes. Homie. Yeah. Um, and that's actually the character they got my mom while watching the show. Really? Because she had never seen... Yeah, she'd never seen A Living Cup. We watched it all the time in the other room. Uh-huh. You know, because she'd be watching whatever the hell she watched on Sundays. And we'd be over watching A Living Color. And on Magic One Wait, they kept showing commercials. They, they always played commercials for A Living Color. And I guess through word of mouth, finally, she's like, you know, I got to start checking that out. I don't want to see this. So it became like on... On Sundays, we'd be watching Living Color all in the in the family room, and it'd be funny. And then um, the homie, the ho- the homie, the clown stuff, she'd just be dying. And I guess I was I was old enough to get some of that stuff, but not as I, I wasn't getting it all. Yeah, you know, I when they started showing it in reruns on FX and showing them every night, that's when everything is like, you know, I, that's when I get everything, and I'm really really appreciating the humor of the show. But um, I mean, she was just laughing her ass off. But there was one sketch where um, Steve Park, who was um, he joined the cast as a um, Korean guy. He joined the cast, uh, I want to say, in the second or third season, and he was playing Connie Chung and talking about how he was trying to get pregnant. Like it was, a, it was a parody of Me So Horny, but it was like a, it was Me Want Maury. Oh yeah. And and she got pissed, and she's like. You guys can't watch this anymore. <laughs> this is where, like, God damn, what? Like, what? But we still watched it. She didn't know we watched it, but we, we did. <laughs> like, I, hey, like you said, man, you wouldn't have anything to talk about on Monday if you didn't watch your Living Color. Like, yeah. hey, we've been watching this show for years before you got on board. We're watching it. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah, man, but uh, what, what about you? Um, Yeah, I'm the same. It, it, was, it was Homie the Clown. Yeah, that was my jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing Homie the Clown. Um, also, 
there was I wasn't a fan of that homeless guy with I forget his oh, name. Oh, Anton? And he he was alright, but it, it turned to sort of one trick pony all the time. It was, it was the same oh, joke. Man. You know. Yeah, yeah, true, but the <clears> one he this this one he did called uh this old box. We're supposed to be like this old house. Where he's <laughs> adding an additional <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty good, but nah, yeah. I feel yeah, he did. It did get. Yeah, yeah. He did do the same. Yeah, you know, I, I like the the black guy or the 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 blues. Well, they're all black. The uh, the blues singer and his dead dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Which uh, you know had the classic line that everyone said back then. Want to talk? Or you want, I wrote a song about it. Want to hear? Here it goes. Yeah, and then later on, I think in the fifth season when they brought in the uh, the fat white guy, I forget his real name. Um. He played. Uh, he was. He was just not like John Panette, but it looks like him. Yeah, it looks. Just, yeah, it just looks like John Panette. Um, but he would. He was. Uh, he was an Irish folk singer, mm-hmm. and he would play like. Uh, he, he would play a song. This you know, like a little happy folk song. But it would turn real dark and make <laughs> Like he would go to like, uh, uh, like homeless shelters and play music and piss and and, and make people angry or, um. Like uh, counseling groups and do that shit. His name was uh, Seamus O'Shanty O'Shame. It was kind of the same. It was kind of the same thing, but it was still funny. Yeah. And then the one that I really love was um, it was David Allen Greer and Kim Wayans as the um, oh fuck the parody of Ashford and Simpson, and they'd be doing the those. I don't, I don't know if you, you kids Reese. remember when they would do commercials for <laughs> albums and then it would just it would play part of the song and then it you'd have them standing there you know like singing the, the song as the name of the song would be scrolling up the screen yeah oh my god they did <laughs> some of the funniest fucking songs and they were always in these matching sequin suits <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I just remember this one. Well, th- all of them really. Um, oh my god, they would just murder. They would murder. Ain't no mountain high enough. That was the joint. That was the one. Oh yeah. They would murder that one. But I remember they were at a. Um, they got booked at a at a bar mitzvah, or or, or something, and <laughs> they just kept trying to sing their songs wherever. And they said they didn't want to hear that. And they said, and so some got some somebody uh, requested Havanagila. And so it's like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, uh, we can do that one. So then Kim Wayans, I mean, she's at me belting it out and all down the ground on her knees, like, Hava! Nakila! Just, 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 just warming up. And <laughs> David Allen Green, he's like, go on, girl, go on, girl. Oh, Reezy, you make a big toe, shoot up in my boot. <laughs> and they just go and they murder that one. Hava, Nakila, have some tortillas or whatever, some bullshit. They just. Just, just, man. Yeah, here it is. I found it. Oh Rhesus and Cephas Merryweather, or Mayweather. Jesus Lord, that was yeah. I forgot about them. Oh, I don't they know how, Christmas I album. All the time. They did a Christmas album one, and uh, oh, and Handyman. Oh, oh, that's look, the one that gets you in trouble with that, with uh, that, groups these days. Yes, there is no way that could get made today. Hell no! It was Damon oh. Wayans as a handy capable because we, we we were just at the beginning of 
political correctness. Yeah. So he, he wasn't handicapped, he was handicapable, but he, he was a a mentally challenged superhero. And he had the the you know, slurred speech and the, his hands the, were all yeah like bound up and um he had a sidekick who was a little person. <laughs> um oh, man. Yeah, that that wouldn't get made. Yeah, and the one and the thing that gets me all the time, and I wish I could, I wish you guys could see me right now, or I guess you guys have the video in front of you so you could see it. But at the, you know how Superman will wink into the camera when they think it's Clark Kent, like they look at Clark Kent, they're like, nah, and he winks into the camera, dude. It's like one of the early episodes of that where you know because he's got the big glasses on too because he's handy capable, and he's like, he's like, you know, if I didn't know any better. Nah, then you see him kind of cock his head to the side, like with the, the got his mouth ball distorted in his face, and like with, <laughs> with his head, you know, he's getting, like you said, his hands are bound up, so he's kind of moves it with his, his glasses with his hand, and he winks really hard into the camera. I feel my soul burning. I'm going to hell. Oh. But oh man, but that oh, that gets me every time. Yeah, and oh, we'll Lord. we'll have to post some of these on our Facebook page. Oh, definitely. T- uh, after this goes oh, live, but, but uh, yeah, that was um, <laughs> yeah, that show um, that show was awesome. At least for I the mean, first it three and a half seasons. It's, it's cliche now because everybody who talks about it mentions this, but I mean it it broke a lot of career. I mean it broke a lot of um new acts you know yeah made a lot of careers yeah i mean yeah well jim carrey is the biggest name to come out of there well and jennifer lopez uh, and yeah jennifer lopez jamie fox J- yeah came out of jamie there fox, oh I jennifer mean, Lo- we didn't even talk about the fly girls yeah which was the added bonus of watching the show when you're 14 15 years old <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> Uh, yeah. And there is one I want to say it was in that fourth season too. Again, that's why I say the fourth season is good because that's the season where, I mean, other than the whole Keenan thing, it really kind of hit its stride. I mean, it was very mainstream at that point, not just you know because before it was like if you watched Fox and you were up on it, you knew about it. Mm-hmm. By then, everybody knew it. Yeah. And there was one where she had a solo scene to herself, like I don't, I cannot remember the. I know I the song is in my head. I cannot remember a lyric. Or the artist or the name of it to save my life, but I know, I, I know it. But and I, want, and I just remember, I just I, I remember that dance. I'm like, holy crap! And that was back when Jennifer Lopez was like, what what really was from the Bronx? You know what I'm saying? Not Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, oh, good lord. Yeah, but she was uh, Jenny from the block. Yeah, <laughs> I try not to say that because I really hate how um the Trackmaster slipped that beat nuts and fucked it up for that song. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah. But that I mean, her and I. I mean, everybody else. I mean, everybody else still had went on to moderate success. I mean, you know, Tommy Davidson is always in stuff here and there. Yeah, um, David Allen Greer's constantly, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, he's he's constantly in shows that end up getting canceled after the first season. Yeah, man. <laughs> Bring back Chocolate News. Oh, Chocolate News was one of the best shows on Comedy Central. They uh, I don't even think it's on on uh. It was on Hulu for a while, but I don't even think it's there. Yeah. It was on Netflix for a while. It's not anymore. Yeah. But, uh... But, anyway, let's, uh... 
let's touch on some of the other shows that came on after because it was Simpsons in living color then there was sort of a rotating stable of shows because some stuff didn't work it was cancelled some stuff you know stayed for a while um one that we touched on on our episode 7 the night's episode was the uh, Chris Elliott show Get a Life yes which actually lasted two seasons yeah it was a badass show uh, too it was it, ahead of its time I think yeah I mean you want to talk about a show that was sort of the embodiment of what Fox was at the time it was Get a Life because it was just out there wacky just weird premises mm-hmm. I mean there was a lot of of fantasy stuff if you want to call it that I mean there's a lot of stuff where people you know died by weird ways but always came back right you know like like uh, Chris Elliott's character actually dies in 12 episodes <laughs> But then he always comes back the next week. Right. You know. And then that episode where he finally died. Well, finally did him in was, was a tonsillectomy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm looking at the list here. Uh, he's died by tonsillitis, uh, old age, crushed by a giant boulder, stab wounds, gunshot wounds, falling from an airplane, <laughs> got strangled, got hit by a car, choking on cereal, and one time he just exploded. <laughs> and oh, man. apparently the executives at, at Fox hated the show because they thought it was too disturbing really Ellie's character was too insane which I mean <laughs> this show would not be on TV now unless it, it was on cable and even then it'd have to be on a channel like FX or IFC well but that's basically I mean that show is basically Family Guy I mean yeah, yeah. I never thought about that. It is really sort of proto Family Guy. Yeah. So I mean, it would be on. It would be on today. It just like I said, it was ahead of its time, though. I mean, for it to be on in what was it, 1990, 91. Yeah, it was That's... on. Actually, it doesn't say. Uh, 90 to 92. Okay, so yeah, yeah, way ahead of its time. Um, I don't remember if we mentioned this in episode seven or not, but you remember when George Carlin had a. Uh... Had a sitcom. Yeah, that show actually lasted a couple seasons too. Yeah, and it wasn't bad, but it it was too clean to be George Carlin. You know, that's back when every stand-up was trying to have a have a sitcom. Yeah, and you know he tried to play the game, and it's so not it's so not him. Yeah, and see that that show was on Even at though a he time. He did try to get edgy. He did you know kind of say some stuff that wasn't you know it was a little more on edge, but it wasn't. It was, it was it's too clean to be him, you know. Yeah, and that was on at a time where I didn't know who George Carlin was. I was not, you know, familiar with his comedy, so I didn't watch the show. Oh, I knew about him. My dad's a fan. You know, but yeah, you know, I I can say right now I did not get into George Carlin until senior trip when we were in the hotel room in Ohio, and it, it was curfew. We couldn't go anywhere turned on HBO and then one of his HBO specials came on 
and I've been hooked, you know, ever since. I want to say this that show was on like right before, or right after that one. Spe- I don't remember the name of the special. It was the one where he was talking about where he said if if <laughs> if white people can burn down black churches, then black people should burn down the House of Blues. It was It was like I mean I my dad had taped it. I had, so I remember seeing that you know like this, and then he had the show like right after that, and before that it was Mr. Conductor on a <laughs> on shining time station uh, yeah you know so uh, like for me it was like i remember seeing that that special and me like that's him like whoa what the fuck you know yeah. like he did he did like how could he do the show and they did the george carlin show which um you know i mean obviously it's a whole lot a whole lot different from mr conductor but still it wasn't it, it wasn't george you know uh-uh. you know but yeah. um and i don't even know the premise of that i just know he hung out at a bar yeah, I hung out at a bar, lived in an apartment that was like right up the street, whatever, and he pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, oh, uh, there was another show, speaking of uh, comedians, um, right in the 90s, because he showed up on Living Color too, and that, I, think this went, I think that's how I first got, first took notice of him, and they started showing up on like Arsenio Hall and some other places, but it was uh, Sam Kinison. And. I hadn't seen any of his specials yet. I would go on to see him like in my teenage years, and you know, mm-hmm. he was really awesome. I really, I, I love Sam Kennison, but I loved him back then as a kid, just because, like I said, I remember seeing him on In Living Color and on uh, various uh, late night talk shows, and he'd just be wilding out, and his, oh, oh, you know, and this kind of he, I so he's a funny dude. And he was on the show called Charlie Hoover. Do you remember that? No. He was a guy's alter ego. Like he'd be like. I forget who the actor was. I don't remember what the show was about, but I just remember Sam Kennison would always be uh, on the screen, like a little, sh- like he looked like a little, like short, like little guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a guy who could sit on your shoulder. You know, maybe walking around or whatever. It's it, it's just Sam Kennison being Sam. You yeah, know, I, the only and time- that show got cut short because he died. Yeah, I don't remember that show. I I remember he showed up on. In living color, or not? Yeah, color, and he, uh, he did. married with children a lot. He showed up on there too, but yeah, he did show up in living color. He and Kelly, uh, Kelly uh, Caulfield, they were <laughs> they were oh, husband yeah. and wife. It was his sister or something. <laughs> now they were married. Oh, they married. Oh yeah. And they right. start yelling at the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. But um, uh, I'm looking at this list though. I don't. I know. I remember seeing commercials for the show. I don't think I ever watched it. Drexel's class. I remember that one. I remember the name. I don't remember ever seeing it. I just, you know, I guess it's just one of those things. You know, Fox did that a lot. They just they they had a lot of shows on that just kind of threw out there, and just kind of saw how they would do and just kind of saw what would stick to the wall. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I get. Do we? I know we mentioned Parker Lewis on the show before. Yeah, yeah. I was because I was talking about Ferris that, Bueller. That yeah. was. That was. Parker Lewis was like, um, it was like um, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that but, I, I couldn't think of. It, yeah. it was basically Ferris Bueller, the TV show. Yeah, and really. it and and what I, and and I remember. It, I guess it was on a night's episode because I was talking about how um, Fresh Prince, like it would lead right after Fresh Prince, would be 
it would be Ferris Bueller. They spun off an actual TV show based on the actual movie. But Parker Lewis was already out, and it had out Ferris Bueller to Ferris Bueller. So that show yeah. got, you know, it, you know, it, it was gone pretty quick, and they replaced it with Blossom. Yeah. And you then, know. um, what else? Let's see, there was another show. Long here. Yeah. Uh, was- Herman's Head was another show that I watched. Oh, I forgot about Herman's Head. Which, it was a show about, it was two shows almost because it was a show about a guy named Herk Herman who worked in an office and then there, there were scenes with him in the office there'd be scenes with him going on dates but then it would cut back and forth between him you know at work or doing his thing to inside his brain right and then the different parts of his his psyche were yeah, always like, like it, it, it was basically a sitcom inside his brain right so it was like his intellect his sensitivity his lust and something else yeah his sensitivity his lust and hunger his paranoid hypochondriac or anxiety I guess anxiety uh, his intellect uh, Bobcat Goldthwait appeared once as his jealousy <laughs> and then by the way didn't the lust guy look like John Panette too. Yeah, I want. There's a lot he of John lot Panette of, lookalikes. Yeah, that guy. He does a lot of like commercial voiceovers. I can tell his voice. And Leslie Nielsen actually showed up one time as uh, playing God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that episode. I don't remember episodes, but I remember the show, and I do remember seeing a few of those. Yeah, and this was another show that had like two or three Simpsons people on there. Yeah, the um, Lisa's voice was one of them. Yeah, she was like then, his coworker. Yeah, and then Moe's voice, Hank Azaria, was on there as as like Herman's best friend. Okay. And I think those those are the only two Simpsons names I recognize here. Yeah, yeah. Lisa's voice was like a secretary. Okay. You're Lee Smith is her name. Gotcha. Um, you know another show I'm looking at this list too. It just jogged my memory. Um, Vinny and Bobby. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. That I saw a couple episodes of that, and I remember just being just kind of. I mean, it was funny. Not I mean, not not musty TV funny, but it was entertaining enough for if you weren't doing shit else. Right. And that was actually a a spinoff of a spinoff. Because, yeah, it was, okay, Married with Children, I don't remember the name of the show, it had a spin-off show, it was actually a backdoor pilot episode, mm-hmm. and then, I guess that show didn't get picked up, whatever, but then some characters off of that uh, end up being on Vinny and Bobby, and that was, uh, what's his name from Friends, I can't, uh, Joey, and somebody else, and oh. I don't remember a lot about the show, I just remember it was set in Chicago, and... You know, just some stupid shit, whatever, but it was on, so whatever. Um, you know, i got to correct you here real quick, because I'm looking at the Ferris Bueller page, or I mean up? the the um, Parker Lewis page, uh-huh. and actually the Ferris Bueller TV show came out the same month as Parker Lewis. Yeah, but didn't... But uh, it Parker... doesn't say the date. Because I thought Parker Lewis actually started... Well, since they started the same month, but you know, it's not necessarily means the same. True. Start date, but okay. Huh. Let's see, September second. I could have sworn it was out before 
but maybe I guess not. Let's see. Either way, I just think it's funny that that the actual Ferris Ferris Bueller show, you know, didn't do well at all. But then the show that was a lot like it and just took it somewhere else <laughs> that was on for a few seasons. Okay, yeah. It came out like ten days later. Okay, but, well, all right. Well, but the happened. guy they got to play Ferris Bueller was an asshole. Didn't have the—I mean, it didn't have the same charm that Matthew Broderick did. He was well, just yeah. kind of an ass. You know, he—he he seemed a lot more sarcastic, but not funny sarcastic the way Matthew Broderick was. Mm-hmm. But Parker Lewis had that same sort of sarcastic but friendly sarcastic if that makes sense also Parker Lewis and you, you'll probably think I'm crazy for saying this maybe Parker Lewis looking back on like some of those episodes they kind of the way the, the the show and it's lore and you know the way it had like partial narration and just how I don't know the world just seemed like very self-contained I guess I want to say mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of like 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 Pete and Pete seemed like seemed like it was its uh the Nickelodeon like kids version of like of Parker Lewis. Yeah. Where you just had these characters and just like the kind of way it went, you know, I don't know, it just seemed like it had the same feel to me. Yeah, I can sort of see that. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Anybody tweet at us, man, if you agree or disagree with that. Um one more thing I get uh, one glaring omission. And I say glaring just because it was a pretty big star, at the t- uh, a pretty big name at the time. Was uh, Sinbad? He had that sitcom that lasted like all of a whopping season. Oh yeah, Sinbad had a show, and uh, <laughs> and that's where we uh, that's where he first got Ray J. He played uh-huh. his uh, foster son. Yeah, he had two kids, like well, well foster kids anyway, and uh. That was that was the first time we saw I saw Ray J. I think that's where he came from, Ugh. and then um, I thought he he started. Well, no, I guess that's not right. And I then was uh, say, I, I thought he started on Moesha, but Moesha started on UPN. No, nah, that was later. Yeah. yeah, he started. No, after after the sit, sit bad sitcom fell apart, then you know Brandy did her thing, and then he just lashed himself to Brandy's star. So yeah, until you know. he. Lash himself to Kim Kardashian's ass. Yeah. Or <laughs> But he didn't get as famous from it. Oh, well, you know, <clears throat> that's isn't that true? It's always you know, the guy didn't get famous in the porn movie, the girl. No, yeah, yeah. that's true. Um But uh yeah, I know and, and I know there's a lot of stuff over here that I'm kinda of forgetting about, and that's just because they I mean there was so much stuff that they put out there that didn't last long or that didn't mm-hmm. really they only had uh, only had such cult followings and I was a kid I wasn't gonna sit there and watch some of this shit but I remember some show called Briscoe County Junior or something and, oh that was a great show was it? I never saw it I just remember seeing commercials all the time and just, you know didn't really appeal to me mm-hmm. wherever it yeah, might have been uh remember uh Mantis Mantis yeah it was like the black Tony Stark yeah, except every episode was about something going wrong with that fucking suit. Yeah, it was it was about <laughs> a guy. Um, I forget his name, but he was he was on the Justice League cartoon as the voice of Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say Carl Lumley. 
I think that's right. I guess I could just click on the link and pull it up. But anyway, he played a a police forensic scientist or so something like that, or ju just a scientist. But he gets shot and paralyzed, and he's in a wheelchair. He invents this suit that he can put on so he can walk again, and he decides to go out and start fighting crime as Mantis. Yeah, Carl, Carl Lumley, which he also had a, a, a ship that flew around called the Crystalloid. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was a lot of that suit fucking up. <laughs> yeah, and I just like um, what I did like that came out of that was um, there's a there's a line in Fringe somewhere where um, you know, when Peter's over in the other on the other side. Oh yeah, and he mentioned something about Batman and like they're like who's Batman it's like you know crime fighter the rich guy the gadgets and everything and he's like you mean Mantis and I was like wow they dug up Mantis <laughs> I hadn't thought about Mantis since yeah oh and one glaring omission before we because we need to sign off because we have been going for a while yeah we have been it's a long uh, episode but hey yeah one talking glaring... about the heyday of a of a big network so yeah and I blame Shusha <laughs> for getting us all off topic and messing us up. Oh goddamn! But uh, one one show that we have to talk about that um, I wasn't a big fan of. I mean, I I would get into it really hard and then I'd quit and then I'd get into it really hard again. Is the X Files? I never liked X Files. And that started in night. Yeah, but that's a big show. We can't talk about Fox and not t at least mention the X Files. I know, but I was just gonna say I never liked X Files, but um, it's you know, again I mentioned Fringe a second ago, which is in the same X Files universe, yeah. and a lot of the same you know trappings of you know what X Files was. And see, I guess you know back then I just went into that kind of stuff. See, if it came out today, and I probably would have because I mean that was Fringe. Yeah. 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 I mean it. It is a cultural phenomenon, you know it. It was huge in the 90s. Everyone, wanted, well, until the last couple seasons after after uh, David Duchovny left, it kind of went downhill. But it, it was one of those shows where I really didn't watch it, but then I would watch one time for whatever reason, and then I'd be into it hardcore, you know, yeah. and watch it forever. And then I would miss an episode or miss two episodes in a row. And then I would just go back to not caring. <laughs> you know, it just went back and forth like that. But, right. um, anyway, that is, that's it. Yeah, and I just want to say in closing, um, uh, I, I, it's just very fitting that we kind of bring this up because, uh, that we've done this episode right now because, uh, I just had, well, you know, I guess we could have done it during any springtime because Fox always ends up canceling like a shit ton of shows because they just yeah. don't stand by the behind their stuff anymore. If it doesn't do gangbusters numbers right out of the gate, they just ax it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that one... wasn't the case back then, you know? I mean, uh -huh. unless it was just terrible, which a lot of this stuff was, they were just kind of throwing out there. But unless it was just terrible, I mean, they supported it. They tried to keep it going for a while. Yeah. Cause one show that I'm pissed that they canceled was uh, almost human. Which, so 
it was a cop drama, but it took place in, in the future, and one of the cops was a robot. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, yeah, there, there was a lot of sci-fi stuff, but there wasn't a whole lot of expensive special effects going on. You know, most of it was practical. Yeah, I'm but, still, um, yeah, oh, go ahead, my bad. No, I was going to say, it, it just didn't have, it had really good ratings, too, which was the weird thing. But everyone is saying it was canceled because they're making room for the bigger shows, like the Batman prequel they got coming out. See, it, you know, and, 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 all right, and see, I'm still sour. Well, um, my girl's still mad that they canceled Lie to Me. And I actually like that show too. I'm not really so much into those procedural shows like that, but I did like that one. Yeah, you know, I, she's I got still mad into they that on Netflix. That. Yeah, it was good. And I myself am still mad they canceled Human Target. That was a really good show. I love that show. You know, and see, and see nowadays, I mean, I won't watch a Fox any any new show that comes out on Fox. I won't watch it until it until it lasts at least one season. If it makes it to a second season, then I'll go back and try to watch it because I already know. If I try to get into something, they're going to cancel it. They canceled the Chicago Code. That was a good show. You know, dark. Yeah. It only lasted one season. But they kept that other Chicago, that Chicago Fire. Isn't that the same show? No. Uh -uh. Nope. Oh. Chicago Show was kind of like, um, I'm not going to, I'm not saying it's The Wire, but I mean, it was one of the closer, it it was one of the show, one of the police shows that were closer to that type of show, that type of police show, as opposed to just, you know, Hey, you know, there's like a procedural cop drama, you know, something like that. And that was good. You know, they right. canceled that. So like now I did, you know, I won't watch a show that comes on Fox until it makes it to a second season. So, you know, no, I didn't watch Alcatraz. No, I didn't watch Almost Human. No, I, you know, I won't, you know, just because I already know it's not going to if it and maybe I'm part of the problem. But I already know, man, if I try to get into it, they're going to anytime I like something from Fox, they kill it. So, yeah, you are part of the problem. Well, they you break my heart, watch. man. You have to watch. Well, they stop breaking my heart. Start supporting something. Don't just kill it after, you know, after half a season or, or, or a season. Were yeah, we just talking about Firefly? Wasn't that Fox? Yes. Yeah, see? Don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still upset about that. That was my show. You know, but, but they'll keep House on the air for all this fucking time. They'll keep... They, they, they keep Simpsons on for going on 30 years now. They're, yeah, I've said before, there's no it. reason that still should still be on the air. Uh-uh. There is none. I hate to say it, but I'm kind of getting that way with Family Guy. Oh, I gave up on Family Guy a long time ago. I haven't watched it. I, I haven't watched... I've watched maybe three episodes of this season. I tell you, I don't like Seth MacFarlane. I'm tired of him. You know? Oh, it's, it's all the same shit. He has, you know... He has a family or whatever, or like, you know, several characters plus a talking animal. And it's always just, you know, a bunch of cutaways with like, you know, references like that and, and, and black jokes, you know? Hmm. I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like his stuff anymore. You know, I got, I, I gave up on family, got like everything that was on, I guess once they rebooted it, I guess what was that about 2005? Mm -hmm. I watched it till maybe from 05 to maybe 07, and then I was done after that. Yeah. Yeah. So, that show, but I mean. Hey, I watched Bob's Burgers, though. I supported that oh, one, I and that Bob's one's still Burgers. going, so that's good. Yeah, 
lost the shit out of Bob's Burgers. But uh, but they almost killed they, they that one was close. They almost killed that one off. Yeah, yeah, they did. It, it's already been renewed though. So yeah, I know. But it took it took TV Guide raving about it being genius and like right like right at the eleventh hour before Fox said, you know what, we are gonna renew it for a second season. That's literally that's exactly what happened. Wow. Yeah. yeah but all right, folks. Yeah, we've gone right. long, and you know. We, uh, you know, like I said, we had a lot to talk about. You know, it's the big network, and you're talking about a really uh, pivotal time for it. So we had a lot to say. Yeah. And so, we also talked about Shusha. So. Well, how can you not? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't think we were gonna talk about it for that long. I didn't think we we're gonna go down a rabbit hole. But there it is. All right, guys. Well, you know the drill. It is, uh, well, for now, you can find us at Death Cakes Pod on Twitter. Yep. Um, our Facebook page is www.facebook.com backslash Death Cakes Podcast. Um, our Instagram is at Death Cakes Pod. Our Tumblr is Death Cakes Pod. .tumblr.com Yep. And what else is left? Um, well, this week you will, um, or excuse me, uh, next week, you know, after you guys hear this, you know, uh, Keepers of the Funk episode two will hit the feed. So right. uh, be on the lookout for that. And uh, this month, yeah, we got our anniversary up here in a few weeks. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah. So, um, until next time, folks. See ya. The drill. See ya. Only six feet, but I ball like I'm six two. Spray paint shit that graffiti don't stick to. I'm on the grind because my hustle is official. Chilling at the house, you could call my crib the igloo. I'm too legit to describe to you where other rhymes, but they stick to your mind like a thick glue. I've had fights, though I'm not a very big dude. But with the bad and bad, so I can bench through for Rignu. Yellow on the outside, brown through and through. So my niggas call me Fig Newton, run the crib to. Spit through brick walls, stick straw, been blue the house down. When I Came to town, all the bigs move. You talking down, that's the bitch move. We hold it down, that's the Rick rule. They cheer us on with the cis boom bodies. New guys flamer than a pistol regimental with the flow you wanna sit through. I can step through hot lava with paper boots, aiming shoot dark Vader lasers when I blaze the booth. Black paint stained jeans, no tailor suit, hater proof rhymes made dudes and dimes raise the roof. I'm a saber tooth, but I'm mammoth strong. I'm a black ranger, I'm a mastodon, coming fast and strong. It's no defense, my girl's a pterodactyl and my best friend's a T-Rex, all of us together for a Megazord, you can duck but motherfuckers better run for cover when I get my sword, knock them out like they never had rest before, I don't give a fuck like I never had sex before and I could rock it acapella, fuck it less is more, I gotta talk by saying hella cause I rep the northern California I'm in rare northern California don't forget the knee all you be up be us happy repeat after me Hold me the clown, hold me the clown. Don't mess around, don't mess around. Even though the man, even though the man, try to keep him down, try to keep him down. One day, homie will break all the chains, then he'll fly away. But until that day, homie don't play. I said, repeat after me.